0: All right, right. <laughs> Noster News, here we are. <laughs> Noster News. It feels Welcome like back. it's been a minute. Yeah. It has been. Well, I think we, we missed last week because you were out partying in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Miami and New York. It's Wait, has not a keep your head down? Enough. Get, get your nose to the grindstone, dude. I am actually kind of, <laughs> of exhausted from traveling. It's been really fun. I
1: had a great trip, you know. I was there for Bitcoin Miami, and yeah. Then I was in New York. Um, there was some stuff going on. You guys may have read about the wolf demo dance and mm-hmm. stuff happening in there. So it's been a lot of really cool stuff around Lightning and Noster, but I'm very happy to be back and planning
0: on being back in SF for all. Yeah, great. Just as I'm about to leave on I know, Monday perfect. For, <laughs> for a, a multi week extended trek in the Himalayas, but yeah, exactly. No problem. Yeah, I'm sure you'll uh, sure get great internet. So, <laughs> so you're um, So, so Bitcoin Miami actually had like a big Nostra component to it. Like, what was that like?
1: Well, so I was only there for a couple of days. Um, and I sadly missed, there's a lot of like, there's an open source stage. I think rockstar and some of the guys Mm -hmm. did what I haven't watched yet, but what I've heard was a great talk. Yep. I think, uh, Will was part of that as well. Maybe Pablo. And, um, yeah, there was the Nostra community was represented very well. I came in the day before that and was judging on one of the panels for kind of like lightning startups. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was like in the adoption category. And there were several Nostr either completely focused projects in there or kind of adjacent. Actually, Geyser won. Oh, nice. Talked about some of their increasing Nostr
0: integrations. Where's their head on Nostr these days? Are they. I think they're still figuring
1: out like how all they want to integrate it, but um, you can definitely log in with the Nostr in pub now. And, mm-hmm. um, and it can be the same. So that's like a first big step. And I also saw, I think, that Nostra report maybe was like, they had a fundraiser on Geyser and then they also just published a note and somehow they were able to like, um, count the Sats from both of those mm-hmm. in the same place. Oh, so I don't know if that was natively done or had to be done manually, but
2: they continue to push in that direction. All right. And anyways, yeah, and then I, I also, you know, got
1: um, an opportunity to, you know, spend some time with some of the Nostra devs. I got to hang out with Pablo for a long time, uh-huh. Millian for a long time. Nice. We had some great conversations, and I mean, it was awesome. Like, yeah, Miami
0: was great. Nice. And how, how many people were there? Did it feel like kind of a like a Nostrica scale Nostra contingent, or oh, more like there? Bigger. Oh, yeah. From Nostridges. Well, yeah. Just the overall Bitcoin kind of ecosystem. I think more of what's
1: happened is a lot of the Nostridges were there. Um, Again, I didn't get to see everybody and I I didn't get to go. There was like a beach party, I think, too. I did not get to go to. But um, I think a lot, a majority of the Nostridges that came were Mm -hmm. there probably. Not all of them, but a lot. A lot of people that couldn't necessarily come to Nostrika came. For example, uh, Moritz from Albi was there uh-huh. and they couldn't be at Nostrika, so that was cool. Um, and then I think since Nostrika, a lot of the Bitcoin community has gotten more Nostra-pilled. Mm. So the Bitcoiners have become more nostra I was going to
0: ask you. So Bitcoin 2022, is, like, what, is this like the biggest conference of the year? It definitely is. Okay. And like it's, yeah, it's, it's How like many a, people show up? Is it 100,000 people? Or? I mean, I, I, I'm terrible at guessing okay. that kind of things, but certainly on the order of tens of thousands. And maybe, and, and if you yes. were to just like walk up to some random Bitcoiner, how likely do you think it would be that they actually know about Nostra? They've used it or kind of. That's a good question. I think it depends on
1: where you are. If you're inside, if you're at the open source stage, 100%. Mm-hmm. If you were just like walking around Miami, maybe like near 30%.
0: Of of people who are there for that for the Bitcoin conference. Oh yes, yeah. Okay, so it's kind of got like definite within the Bitcoin community. It's got full energy. It's not just that Nostris are Bitcoiners, but that Bitcoiners are becoming nostriches. more and
1: more. And I think you know, um, I think there's still low hanging fruit to pick off there with better apps and stuff. Yeah. But I think increasingly, they at least have heard of it.
0: And do you think there are people like do you hear from people who are like oh Nostr, that thing like from the Bitcoiner community no. who like. Don't get it positive. or don't. No. Oh, really? Right.
1: E- either positive or they just don't know enough about it. There's no mm-hmm. one that's like, "Oh, Noster, that's done." I'm like, "Oh, wow, <laughs> this is really cool." And I, th- I think because for a lot of them, you know, especially once they have the zap experience, I think that's a lot of people's first experience with actually using Bitcoin for something. Right.
0: Yep. Besides just hodling. Yep. I mean, it's, it's got to be ninety-nine percent right. of my use of Bitcoin is Same. <laughs> zapping. And we'll <laughs> talk more about the the one-click zap. I'm like, I'm getting addicted to the point where like,
1: shit, like, I need, I need to have some controls and like, you know, if you spend over whatever, $100 or something yeah. crazy, like <laughs> stop. Like, you, know. you need
0: like a, a third-party financial institution to, uh, exactly. to tell you what to do with your money. Exactly, better. exactly. But that's a great problem to have, right?
1: <laughs> so, so, so anyway, so that was super fun. And then also uh, in New York, I just want to talk about two quick events there that were really cool. Yeah. So part of the reason I went from um, Miami to New York a little early and missed some of the Nostra stuff was on Friday night, not last Friday, but the Friday night before, there was a kind of Keep AI Open mm-hmm. event. And um, as you know, I've been diving much more into the AI stuff, like everybody. Um, and I'm fascinated at this kind of like nexus of Lightning Noster and open source models right. and where all that's going to play together. Who
0: was hosting Keep AI Open? Uh, stability. And so, okay. Imad, the yeah. CEO of Stability, was
1: there and also this group called Lightning AI, AI which is doing some kind of like, I don't, I don't know if it's um, federated training or serving, but uh, I literally went up and talked to the guy afterwards. I was like, your company's called lightning AI. He's like, yeah. I'm like, and you're doing like federated training of some kind. He's like, yeah. And you need micropayments for that. Don't you? He's like, yeah. And I was like, dude, have you heard of the light? Lady lady? Is this like, is this a joke or whatever? And he was like, he was like, yeah. At first thought, I was like mad at him. He's like, look man, we incorporated, we didn't know about light. like, dude, I'm not mad at you. Like I, I'm saying like,
0: if ever there was like a match, he's coming after you with a lawsuit. <laughs> no, exactly. No. Well, it that Anyways, uh, d-
1: d- don't want to get involved in that shit. Um, but, but, but I was like, yeah, dude, like clearly yeah. your company would benefit from this. Anyway, So that was fascinating. It was just really cool to, Keep plugging more into the open source AI community because yep. I'm convinced Nostr Lightning and AI those things are going to come together. Please. So yeah, totally, totally. So that was awesome. You must
0: have seen it's it's a little bit more crypto than Bitcoin, but you've, you you know, paradigm. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> so Paradigm's is right. It's like big kind of crypto. Y- y- you mean AI fund? Yeah, right. They've now become an AI fund. But um, no, I, I, mean, I think LOL. I think you know at the start, I think these guys are uh, these guys are Bitcoin believers, but they just you know they run a they run a hedge fund business, so it's hard to no comment. Anyways, um, <laughs> the, the the other thing that I want to mention,
1: that I want to hear all, all about what yeah. you've been up to, is then I got the opportunity. Uh, And I actually didn't get to stay for the demo day itself, but I got to meet with all the teams um, from Wolf, which was really cool, and see some of those projects. And uh, I think they even published in TechCrunch. You know, someone covered that and showed the the different companies presenting. And I just wanted to highlight, you know, I mentioned to you uh, Christopher David, who we interviewed Mm -hmm. in Nostrika you know, he talks about some really cool things he's doing with local Bitcoins type model and chat app. So that was very impressive and exciting. Um, this was like a demo day of lightning. Yeah, like a YC yeah. demo. Lightning nice. So he was definitely the most nostril by far. I think mm-hmm. the only one of was exclusively nostril. but, you know, I've long been looking for and searching for who's going to start this movement of having a shared order book and shared sort of liquidity pool for right. Bitcoin trading. Right. Um And he, he made the really interesting point in the presentation that I think Paxful, which you know has gone through some issues recently, but they they had quite a large peer to peer Bitcoin trading market yep. happening in um, a lot of Global South, but particularly I think Nigeria was their biggest market, which I think is the biggest market for peer to peer. And I think he mentioned that Ray, who was formerly the CEO and founder of that, that he mentioned he thought even at their peak. They had less than 1% of all the
0: volume. They had pecks
1: full head. Yeah, because all that volume is happening on WhatsApp or Telegram. Mm. It's all like outside. I see. And so I really love this idea of like, if you can bring liquidity and if you can bring one backend, one backend to all these different traders, it's just strictly better for everybody and potentially an interesting way to kind of bootstrap a chat app. So. I thought that was cool. And then there was another team just to highlight that hasn't quite figured out the Nostra piece yet, but I kind of mentioned it to them. Um, it some young guys, and they're building something called Agora, not to be confused with the Nostra Agora, but it was a really cool kind of debate app where uh, the the guy that found it is like 22, so very Gen Z. He used some <laughs> words where I was like... I actually I don't know what you're saying. It's the first time I felt old. And, and he literally says, like, yeah, all these old heads. I'm like, am I an old head now? I might be an old head. But uh, the, thing, the concept is cool, which is, like, you post, like, a statement, and then you have a debate over it, and people vote on what's right. So it mm-hmm. could be something silly, like, MJ would take Will in a game or something, right. and then people vote their – so it's kind of, like, prediction-marketing, kind of debatey. Um, kind are, of, are people
0: like staking zaps or something or it's more just reputation and well for today, it's just like you give zaps. So it's like mm-hmm. you either agree or you don't agree. And they're kind of building their own social graph
1: of that. And I was like, dude, like you have to
0: play. Yeah, yeah.
1: So l- let's say if they bring it over, but it's an idea that I think could get some version of that could get
0: very yeah. popular. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And it feels like kind of like what the stuff, like what News is doing. You can imagine a blogging platform just have extended features or like open source, you know, different approaches to this thing that other people could launch that do kind of more of the debate centric version of Abla or something.
1: And yeah, it'd be super cool. Imagine you could even put up bounties for people you want to debate, yep. like, or either yeah, debate or just have a conversation, right? Like maybe, right. you know. I don't know, like someone like this Brian Ramelli guy is doing a lot of cool stuff with Bitcoin and
0: AI and like right. debate more of a centralized AI guy or something like that. It'd be really cool. Yeah. What's, what's Brian Romelli's... Yeah, I right. I I I've followed him on Twitter for a long time, but I don't know. Like what's his... Is he kind of in the scene in the community or what's his... Well, I, I don't really know his deal. I listened to like a
1: two and a half hour podcast with him. And it was fascinating. Is that the Breedlove one? I think he was no, on Breedlove. No, no, no. This oh. was... Um, some random dude I'd never heard of, not Bitcoin. And I kind of really? wanted to hear, like, from not the Bitcoin perspective. My understanding is he was early to Bitcoin, early to AI, so he's got understanding. Right. He, do- he doesn't know enough about Lightning yet, because if you can subscribe to his newsletter, he's basically just like, send Bitcoin to this address. It's like, <laughs> Brian, if you ever hear this, integrate Lightning, it's so much faster, so much right. better. but. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think he's probably one of the forefront minds at this kind of like intersection with
0: Peniela, which right. is cool. Speaking of Lightning, I saw a, a little, I forget what the project was. was. Was Arc the one that has this other kind of Lightning competitor, kind of Lightning alternative, like same goals as Lightning, but kind of a different approach to getting there? Oh, yeah. So what I was
1: th- this was published by Brock, who's open source developer. One of his claims to fame is he broke... Um, broke the network and specifically LND's implementation twice. Um, so that's that's how I had known him in the past, but apparently a very sharp guy. Um, never met him. But he, yeah, it's, I, I haven't looked in enough to have a an opinion, but it's a alternative proposal for scaling Bitcoin. Um, don't know any of the technical details, have not read through it, but some smart people, like I think Tony Giorgio was posting on Stacker News, he doesn't necessarily see it as a competitor to Lightning, okay. but perhaps something more complimentary. Uh, and maybe, maybe more of a competitor, something like Fetiment. Mm. Um, but I, I, yeah, definitely not educated enough.
0: Yeah. To I mean, me. competitor is kind of a funny word because it's all, <laughs> exactly, <yeah. laughs> all the same goals, like just maybe different approaches to get there. Totally. Kind of like the, you know, like blue sky versus Noster. Like, I mean, I hope blue sky takes, takes the art or the thinking forward in some ways, even if it may not be my choice of where to spend my time. It, it, I think, it's going towards the same goals. And so I'd like to see more things going towards those goals of openness, even if maybe like the specifics don't appeal to me.
1: agree with you so long as anyone pushing those directions are actually pushing for that goal and not like like kind of like, Crypto, like, oh yeah, we're pushing for decentralization,
0: right? Wink, wink, infinity exactly. <laughs> exactly. scamming, kind exactly. of yeah.
1: <laughs> so, before uh, we dive into the DK, yeah. what have you been up to? I've seen you've published a lot of great videos. We'll talk about the Archer one, which I thought maybe oh, yeah, the best ever. Like, y'all, oh, thank you. I got so many good <laughs> ideas out of that. Um, but yeah, how's your couple last couple weeks been? It's good.
0: Um, what if I well, we we ended up missing uh Bitcoin 2023. You know, I, I normally don't do kind of big conferences, but also, um, we we host our own kind of I call it like normie startups, like non kind of Bitcoin, lightning, <laughs> <Really>? you know, <laughs> normie startups, normie tech startups. But we had a, uh, a a few events that we had in San Francisco the last couple of weeks um, that were, you know, we were hosting. So, uh, so I didn't, didn't end up traveling, um, but that was fun. I got to meet a lot of people. Um, and actually, it, it, there's so many good people in these communities that you can sort of just, you know, bounce ideas. And, you know, so much um, so much chaos in a sense, but in a good way. Uh, and it inspired a, uh, a video interview that I made I haven't published yet but this this kid uh, Afshan is an ex-Tesla engineer hmm. and he is building generative AI ML models for kind of rockets so start with like could you take a CAD model hmm. that might be like a you know a compressor for an engine like a turbine or something and instead of uh, instead of like just saying like a person is going to think of different ways the blade should be shaped or twisted or whatever just run like generative, you know, genetic algorithms on those and run it through simulation and see if it performs better and just do like thousands or millions of those, depending on sort of your computation resources. And you might actually be able to invent a more efficient, uh, you know, jet propulsion system. And so, and he's, you know, he's, he's probably 25 years old, like super, you know, super talented, super, you know, young, inspiring kind of uh, story. So, uh, I just, I just had him by, uh, yesterday actually. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to watch these. Yeah. So I, I haven't published yet, but that's coming out. So I've kind of been busy with a lot of that. And I also feel like I'm just like, there's so many ideas that I want to sort of get out there so you know it's 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 funny you mentioned that and it's not like you also are not playing for a, a month-long
1: track no <laughs> um but i feel like i was having some FOMO even being away um my girlfriend went to a bunch of the different ai events here and there's so much happening yeah and like i you know even preparing for this this morning i was reading through a bunch of our links and everything yeah. and like it, it it just it really feels like we're the singularity thing, like, uh-huh. is I. I mean, I'm not saying it's like in the sense the Ray Crowball means it necessarily, though maybe. But it just things are accelerating, man, and it's yeah. accelerating so fast, and it's exciting, but it's also just like sometimes overwhelming. And just be like, all right, breathe right. in. Like, yeah, yes, yeah. Nasdaq is exploding. Yes, Bitcoin Lightning is exploding. Yes, the AI stuff is exploding faster and faster, and bringing some of <laughs> stuff with it. Yeah, um, it's so exciting, but it's a little overwhelming, and that's
0: right. yeah, Like I, uh, yeah, I don't know. And I think kind of the intersection between all of these themes and trends is is important to to try to understand because absolutely. I don't think Noster lives and takes off as an independent absolutely not like independent of all other technology it's like it's part of this super cycle of compounding tools that yes. humanity builds, and we now have the ability to do things like maybe we can push a lot of these. You know, these AIs out to be edge compute, and you could run it on your phone, or maybe you could run it in some sort of maybe like the relay architecture, some other, you know, middleware architecture that sort of fits into the Nostra ecosystem. And then I think the other, you know, I'd call it mega trend that I think, you know, people recognize it's important, but I don't think, I think people mostly undervalue it is I think open source software. Yes. Is like people like, oh, yeah, like Red Hat, didn't they build a business? Like, (laughs) that's just the beginning. It, and, and I think it's 10x in importance since Red Hat was successful. You know, look at like you know MuleSoft or HashiCorp. You know, there's all kinds of Mom, last time. tons. All of it, but I think that is like a super cycle trend that's going to compound with AI mm-hmm. and you know Noster and Bitcoin and which are very very natively open source. Yeah. But I think all of that stuff is going to compound on each other. Yes. And, And so I I sort of like, I comment so much with a Nostra perspective, but I also want to hear about everything else because it's the stuff that I think is going to make, it's going to show us the use cases where Nostra is most useful, like decentralizing AI, probably like we need ways to communicate with the machines and we need ways to pay the machines. And so these things are all like very closely coupled, even though people come in and like, oh, I'm an AI guy. I don't know anything about Nostra. Oh, I'm a Nostra enthusiast, but I don't know anything about AI. It's like, I think. You kind of have to see how all the pieces kind of fit together and not not like draw silos so clearly. A hundred percent. And, you know, this has been
1: very top of mind for me. I think as I've mentioned to you, you know, as I'm going out there and launching a new fund and everything, like it's very much the intersection. How is Lightning, Noster, and AI going to overlap? Because I think that almost no one... You know, you've got people that are deep in Bitcoin and Lightning, great, and now you've got some with Nostr, great, yeah. and you've got all the people in the AI world, great. But like to your point, these things need each other. But they don't know that they yet. Right. The AI's, which we'll talk more about this very soon, okay. need to be banked. Yep. You need a messaging protocol, and you need an open data source to train these AI's and yep. then serve them. And so there's so much opportunity there that no, almost no one is plugging into. And hopefully, I'm, I'm I'm kind of I've got a first draft. This I'm hoping to have an essay out. At some point, right, right, it <laughs> right. goes into this a lot more deeply. But yeah, it, it feels like we have right now two secrets from the Bitcoin, Bitcoin being one, yep. Nostra being another. If you want to count open source software and open source AI, maybe that's a secret. Maybe it's becoming mainstream now. I don't know. But like, then there's the secret of the Venn diagram over. Yep. Yep. And it's just, I don't know. It's so much fun. It's just, it's, it's hard to like all the energy wants to just explode out of know? Right.
0: But I, I also want to be a little cautious because like you were talking about, I mean, you were giving the wink, wink, nudge, nudge and talking, I guess, alluding to affinity scamming. Right. And I think that's alive and well oh, yeah. in everywhere, Everywhere, right? So I think, you know, we see it in, it's, it's very visible in, you know, anything kind of crypto, but I think, you know, people take Bitcoin and try to pretend like they're a little more Bitcoin centric than they are, yeah. we'll probably start to see some things that maybe don't embrace the principles of Noster, but kind of notice the interestingness and the interest from the broader set of community around it. So they might start to plug in a little bit more as if they're Noster. Um, and then I also see this like in open source, right? Like open source, you know, everybody to say, oh, we're open source. Actually, I was I had lunch with a friend who, um, he had looked at uh, at you know the, the, uh, the Twitter deal, right? When they were gonna take it uh, private. And he, he was kind of like, well, at least, you know, you know, at least Twitter's like free speech. I was like, dude, what are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. And he's like, oh no, cause like it's open source. And it's like, you know, it's like they're doing the best they can. I'm like, oh, come on. You don't, yeah. don't give people a buy. Like, it's fine. I get it. They're in, they're in the situation they're in and they're taking steps to try to improve it. But I think it's like it to actually be free speech is a really scary thing. Right. And, you know, the world's not ready for it in many ways, but also kind of it needs it. So I think we just need to like think about the new architectures and not give people a buy for like, like, you know, I think it's kind of a trivial thing that Twitter decided to open source something because like you can't meaningfully audit it. And maybe, maybe that'll change over time. Maybe there'll be more of it open source, but I would hope that Twitter gets to a state where it either like, you know, if it, if it truly turns itself inside out and makes everything effectively the the goals of what Nostra is accomplishing, I don't mind. I'm, I don't hate that version of the future. I want that, but it's so dramatically different than what Twitter is today. And these little steps toward like, oh, we're open source. So we achieve that. It's like, I, that feels like affinity scamming to me.
1: I agree. And it requires people using critical thought, diving in deep, having the time to do research.
0: Right. And I think that's where, you know,
1: as investors and, you know, sort of enthusiasts and that's yeah. a, a kind of a big part of our role is to help, wade through all the crap, find what's actually you know, in line with my nostril ethos, and we'll connect with those, with those
0: projects. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And I, I like to just try to surface when there's yeah. something that doesn't look quite right to me. I kind of want to ask the questions and just mm-hmm. get them out there. And like, I don't think people should listen to me and say, oh, he knows the truth. It's like, no. It's like here's an opinion, but I'm like trying to, here's my perspective on it, and here's the things that I'm cautious about from Talk. what I'm hearing. So I kind of want to just be a, a voice to help people run their own thinking through it. hundred you know? percent.
1: And I think it's just, you also just have to be realistic, which is most people have jobs and families all yeah, yeah. the time, right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, certainly no one should take your word or my word or anyone's word for gospel. You should always do your own thought, but I think it's also just the truth that people are not going to have the time to do all their own research. So right. the more you can at least surface the ideas and arguments and red flags. Right. And know, how do you do your own research? I mean, obsessive reading. <laughs> I'm like spending way too much time reading on you Nostr know, Noster and or Twitter. I still use Twitter for especially mm-hmm. the machine learning stuff. So you didn't march off Twitter? Not yet. No, <laughs> I use it a lot less. You're going to May
0: off Twitter or June uh, off Twitter? Uh, I
1: don't, I, don't <laughs> um, I, uh, I also obviously, you know, love talking to other people that are really deep yep. in their perspectives and having them try to And again, I, I don't have, and I test the stuff. Um, don't have any claim to know what's right or what's wrong, but like I, right. I also am in a very lucky position, frankly, to have my quote job <laughs> yeah. be to spend a lot of time doing this stuff.
0: Yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So So speaking of Twitter. Let's dive in. <laughs> we've got some uh, some links to share, right? Let's so let's uh let's pop over you were talking about this. This is a picture from uh, from the New York session you went to, right? No, no, this was from okay. SF. So oh.
1: I actually had a phone. Oh, film I was reading it. <laughs> so I can give it a bit of context. I think this is one of the biggest thing that's happened. Biggest thing that's that's happened with Lightning, um, maybe ever. Uh, maybe Zaps and Oscar are bigger, but these are both in yeah. that in that same sort of category. So this is a tweet um, from Han Hua. Han is at GV Google Ventures mm-hmm. and is a longtime Bitcoin or longtime Lightning guy. While I was in Miami, there was a an LLM hackathon with Replit at Kraft Ventures. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, <laughs> while some of Kraft is deep in Salon and all that stuff, mm-hmm. um, they do have some people there that are, deep you in know, Lightning, they let, you know, the Seedon Series, of Lightning Labs, so much money. So, mm-hmm. um, and then one of the judges for this hackathon was Omjad, who is a self-avowed Bitcoiner. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so that was great. So at this hackathon... Um, Cody Lowe, who's at uh, Fetty, and Lalu, the CTO from Lightning Labs, who if you know anything about Lightning, you definitely know who this guy is. He's one of the, the mega brains driving things forward. Yeah. They teamed up and hacked together what I understand to be the first time, I think they used LangChain, and hacked it together with uh, Lalu's LSAT protocol or 402 protocol. And my understanding of it is The chain agent can now be equipped with a Lightning Wallet or allowance, and they can use that allowance to go to make a payment for a virtual resource. And that's what the 402, um, which many people will know, that's like the old error on the internet for required, which Mm -hmm. is why Lolo calls that or LSAT protocol. Basically, it's just a way to like payment gate API. Mm -hmm. And so these agents that they created and demoed can... As an example, I think Cody gives this example in, in one of the other tweets in there. They can assess a problem, understand if they need more compute or GPU access to run the inference to solve the problem, mm-hmm. and in real time buy more access to GPUs with Lightning payments. So you can imagine then, this is a really big deal, you could have an AI that just says, okay, I need 30% more capacity, and in real time stream Satoshi's or makes whatever, a, you know, million sat payment to buy access for the next minute to 30% more G and is
0: this, do you have a, I'm trying to just like distill it down to an application that, so we can sort of think end to end about how this would fix. I think, I think I get it in the abstract, but like, are you imagining, like you mentioned this Geppetto thing, are you imagining like a website where I can issue a GPT, you know, an, an LM query, uh, but I can do it with value stored and that whoever's. Receiving that is going to make a request to, a, you know, a, a maybe a chat GPT or kind of an API service on my behalf, but that's going to require value to, to give me the result of the query? So you could actually do two things. You,
1: yes
2: and.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so the other
1: thing he mentioned in that tweet is what you're talking about is you can – so the first thing I was talking about is you can basically just give the AI or the agent its own – Lightning
0: allowance or wallet. Yeah, that agent, you're just running some agent on a server somewhere on the internet, maybe accessible via JSON or REST however, API or something. However, you want to do it in your local server, cloud server, whatever. Yeah. And that can go and pay
1: for resources on Lightning gate APIs to solve whatever problem it
0: needs to solve. And this Lightning gated APIs thing, that's part of what's new here. Yes. That's the 402. That's the LSAT or Okay. protocol. Yeah.
1: The other thing that you can do is you can also payment gate access to the LLM itself, which is what you're talking about. And so that's a big deal because now there's so much to break down here. It's, it's all happening like so How is fast. that different?
0: The, isn't, I mean, the LLM just appears as like a, a lightning-gated server, right? Exactly. wrap it that Exactly. Side? Exactly. Okay. So so
1: that that's a big deal for two reasons. The first reason is, so so that would be something like the Geppetto website or whatever, where you basically say right now, if you wanted to do use chat gpt or one of these centralized services you have to buy credits and
0: and i'm just pulling up geppetto so we can look at it yeah and, and this
1: wasn't working for me when i tried it, but you can kind of see where this is where this is going so in this world my understanding is that when OpenAI, um when you pay to use cycles on their um on their cluster you're using uh gp4 gp3.5 their models it's expensive for them to run that Mm -hmm. Right. And so I I tried to, you know, I was asking around, like, how much are we talking order magnitude every time you, whatever you make a query to the, uh, GPT-4 and I got some estimates between two and 10 cents. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's true. Do your own research, but Mm -hmm. then this is what various people told And if that's the case, that's quite expensive, right? Because if you're making, you know, hundreds of thousands of these queries, particularly, you know, via API, like that can get real expensive, real fast for them. Right. So much so that I have heard anecdotally from various people that their credit cards are getting denied mm. to use open API, uh, open AI API and a lot of their business credit cards, like they have to go like backup debit right, cards. Right. And the assumption for why that's happening is because they have much higher fraud risk mm-hmm. or chargeback risk. Mm-hmm. Right? Now this is completely solved by lightning, right. right? Because if I make a lightning payment to you for two cents or 10 cents or whatever, it's a bare asset that got, tra- uh, right. There's no clawback. The money is yours. Right. Right. So the argument is that these companies like OpenAI Open or whatever don't know they need it, but they do need it. It'll probably be smaller companies that are running whatever, you know, um, their own less fancy models. But it's a way to get around, like, how do you charge for
0: a computationally expensive resource? So that's huge by itself. As And, a se- and for that one, couldn't wouldn't it make sense? Or I don't know if this is what Geppetto is doing, but it seems like somebody should just run an API, like run a server that yes. hits, you know, yes hits the OpenAI service that I assume OpenAI doesn't accept Lightning payments, right? Yeah, I think this is what they're doing. That's what they're doing. Okay. and, and, and This da- is just a front end to it. And that's exactly right.
1: Okay. And a couple of people have already done this. Danny at DZ, I think, has like an experiment for what oh, it's called. Does? Yeah. Okay. He just basically takes OpenAI API, wraps it. Wraps it in Lightning, lightning payments, yeah. Uh, Micropay.ai was experimenting with this a little while ago. And then, of course, you can like mark it up, right? Like you can yeah, mark yeah, it up 50%. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so that that's the first thing. Seconds, so nobody's doing
0: that at scale. There's no brand. There's no place you go today to do that. Like, if I wanted to develop an app right now. No. And, and okay. to,
1: this is where we're going with all this. This is like, you know, my other big thesis is I'm, you know, hunting in, in my fund right now is yeah. I want to fund the people that are doing all this stuff. So, anyone listening, if you're experimenting these ideas, this is what I'm excited about. Yeah. Yeah. Now, another thing you could do, and this is something that Lalu also showed, Lalu and Cody, is that you could run your own completely open source model.
0: Mm-hmm. on your own GP.
1: Let's say you have just whatever, a gaming computer you're not using. Right. And then you d- take, you know, whatever it for GPT4All, which is Brian Ramelli's thing. I think that's
0: what they used it for. Oh, is that him? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that was him. I think so.
1: Okay. I Don't quote me on that, but I, that was my understanding. So then you, you can run that on your own local cluster, just mm-hmm. your gaming computer, lightning gate it, and now all of a sudden yep. you've got a revenue source as just yep. like someone with a gaming computer. Right. That's really fucking cool. Yep, yep, yep. The next thing that's gonna come <laughs> out of all of that is then you can figure out how to link a bunch of those together. Right. Right. And so this is where I think Noster could potentially play a role as well. There's all these, you know, again, all the ICO crap, all good ideas. It's just all gonna get done with Noster events and lightning, has always been my contention. So you yep. got a Gollum 2017, distributed supercompute. Then you've got now Jensen, which has raised some money and they're doing, there's a couple, like one is distributed training. One is distributed model serving. I think both are interesting. Probably serving will be bigger because training is much, much more expensive, but if you get a big enough cluster, why not? And so I think there's probably a world where you can hook up a bunch of computers together, maybe not to train it yet maybe one day i'm mm-hmm. not deep enough in the technicals to understand like how like close they need to yeah. how all sort of um sequential the different act- yeah. actions are but for serving for sure where you just have a bunch of these different gpus together we're all running GPT 4 all yep. maybe may we fine-tune some data set that we care about nice. whatever and we're just charging lightning
0: payments i've got by the way i've got a hitter from ai who's coming for a, a one-on-one uh i think i think we said end of june we're going to do it early july okay um but tons of experience from you know big tech AI and tons of experience from, let's say, one of the leading platforms in AI, and he's now started a company that's doing stuff like moving models to the edges and allowing them to be more privacy-preserving. So my my big question for him and kind of the reason I, I kind of invited him is I've been trying to pursue this question of how do you take the, you know, can you take these AI models and move them to local and can they still perform or do you need to distill them to application-specific stuff or like how do we think about the potential ceiling that might be being hit in LLMs and giving sort of the open source, more decentralized versions of them ability to have enough utility to serve the use cases. So I'm super excited. Note about that one. one is coming probably a, I, probably a month out. What is your like initial take? Do you have any sense from the sky yet or, you know, pre-conversation? I pre-conversation? Yeah. I've, I've been having a bunch of kind of informal conversations with a bunch of people about it. And I think, People generally seem to think that the gap from GPT two to GPT four was huge, Mm -hmm. and there's a common sort of sort of uh, you know maybe uninformed optimism that GPT four to GPT six will be just as large. Yeah, and I think a lot of people who are paying a lot more attention think that from four to six will be a little bit more incremental, approaching an asymptote of increased effectiveness. Cool. At that, which which I think is promising to you know all of these ideas of open source, you know, collaborate with lots of different, you know, entities that are all working to do training and inference. Um, So I I wouldn't say I have the definitive answer yet, but it's a question I'm pursuing. We should do, I think I've mentioned this to you before,
1: even if it's a small event or never, I keep AI open source event. Oh yeah. Get those kinds of people. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And then I would love to fly in some of our Nostra folks, lighting folks. Like I just would love to get the brightest minds, like your friend there that are trying to get edge
2: compute. Yeah.
1: With the brightest minds and lightning, lightning and Oster, just get them all in a fucking room, Yep. and see what comes out of it. Yeah, we can and call okay. it Open um, AI,
0: but open. <laughs> we'll call it actually Open AI, <laughs> <laughs>
1: or, or, or we can call it Closed AI
0: or <laughs> Closed AI. Yeah, everything's just backwards or <laughs> yeah, opposite. Just because you know, fuck it. Like, if we're gonna go opposite, <laughs> let's go opposite.
1: By the way, so I, I seriously, think we should do that. Like, that would be super. Yeah, fun. yeah. As a follow up to that. Two other things that came to mind. One is, and Lalu talks about this as well, that something, another thing people don't talk about with the beauty of these open source edge AIs using lightning payment gates. Imagine right now you're a kid in Nigeria or Bangladesh and you are trying to write your own whatever agent to do solve some problem. You don't have a bank account. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, remember there's like billions of underbanked people around the world. You could argue 6 billion depending on how, how you want to define underbanked. So the majority of the world. Yep. You can't use OpenAI as G, a GPT API. Right. No way. Now with a light, and Lightning payment, that's all that's required and it costs 2 cents to run your inference. Yep. And all you need is 2 cents worth of Satoshis, whole world gets access. Yep. If you actually care about Open, you know, at all, seems like a pretty big deal. Yep. The whole global South... Can't access AI right now. Straight up, full stop.
0: Right, right.
1: Lightning gated, lightning gated payways.
0: Everyone can use it. Yeah, yeah. It's the exciting future. Very exciting. So all the ICOs are eventually going to happen on Nostr. So when when do we get Denticoin? Right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, you know, it, it's funny you mentioned that because in, in your in your conversation with with Artur, you know, he was talking about like he basically made the point build anything on us. You got a crazy idea, build it on Oscar. So if you, I don't remember exactly who didn't coin ever, did it, it some dental <laughs> scam of some form. I mean, I mean, the scams are also whatever. Um, but you know, he mentioned the recipe app and stuff like that. Right. I mean, yeah, someone could come and build a Nostra app, which is just great dentists.
0: Yeah. And he talked about the, <laughs> the kids, uh, kids, YouTube. Did you hear that? Yeah, part? that's weird and like cool. Like, yeah, somebody can curate all of the best kids content on YouTube and then just like here's you know, here it is, here's the kids YouTube app and I love it. He's, he said one of the things actually he said in the email that we were on with him, yeah, but I don't think he shared it as part of his note yet. But um he had said how inspired he is developing on Noster because of the tight feedback loops that he gets when yeah. he puts something out and immediately like same day people are using it people are commenting on it they're giving paying people are paying they're giving him like feedback and advice on where they'd like it to go and how and i think it's very different than like his previous thing i think he was working on like some seo infrastructure thing and like you're never really talking to the people who are landing on the websites that the seo is directing them to It's just kind of like you know like a kind of a black Brick wall or kind of black black box, uh, but in Auster he builds something, he puts it out there, and then a lot of people start using it and get feedback. So he said that that as a developer is like extremely addictive to like put something out there and get people using it and getting feedback and having like real conversation with the people who care about it.
1: And you know I think this is actually a really good point for just like human health and like the health of society. Like I, I was having this conversation when I was in New York, I was staying with a good buddy of mine from high school, um, who actually have gotten on all stairs. So but he's like, he's a doctor and he does like, you know, healthcare business stuff as well. And his wife, you know, works at, I think Lululemon, you know, something like mm-hmm. definitely on the spectrum closer to Normie, although yeah. they're both interested in all this stuff. But she made this point to me where she was, you know, just mentioning like, yeah, you know, these big, cause she had, had a kind company acquire there. And it's like, you know, big company is just, things are so much slower and just take so much time to get things mm-hmm. through. And, and, you know it got me thinking about like all we've talked about this for all the engineers, like how much wasted life is there at oh, yeah. Google and Facebook yeah. and all these companies. And I think a big part of it is just the bigger something gets and the more swollen it gets, the farther you are from reality. Yep. You yep. don't get any interaction with reality. Yep. Tiny tight teams, trying new things. The feedback loop with reality is real. Yep. Like, like there, there, are, I forget. I don't know if it was one of your podcasts I was listening to somebody was talking about just the consequences, right? Like in a big company, it, it, maybe it was you and Pablo or Pablo or someone, mm. but if you have whatever, 10,000 engineers and you know, 500 of them are just goofing off and doing literally nothing, no one notices. It's a public yep. company. Like, literally, yep. it doesn't
2: matter. Right, right.
1: If you're a startup of like five people and two of them are goofing off and doing nothing, the startup dies. Right. And so I just think that for a societal shift, you know, a lot of people, even if they make good money or whatever, are completely unfulfilled with their jobs and life because they are not in touch with reality feedback loops. Yep. And maybe... One of the greatest gifts of Noster and Bitcoin is just getting people in reality feedback loops. You don't work, you don't survive. Yeah, vice yeah. versa. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I think there's like tons of kind of little. I almost call them like micro corruptions that exist when these like these like structures grow up that organize people, mm-hmm. and I think there's one of the things that G is trying to solve with Nostrocket is to try yeah. to give people more sort of visibility and accountability in their work. Uh, so, so it's, it's more than just kind of like a, a new equity crowdfunding idea, which is I think what some people think, but it's a little bit more like new new organizational structures for how humans organize, whether that's in a corporate structure or a governmental structure or you know, maybe even new things that we could invent. Um, But I think, you know, figuring out how to get people working in things that matter where they're touching kind of the end user or the consumer customer of their, of their service actually gets people much more engaged with like, what does my customer want? 100%. And, And my like contention is, I don't know
1: what the right number is. It's five. Maybe it's the Dunbar's number 150, but like certainly not much bigger than that. Like companies just shouldn't be that, like shouldn't be bigger than that. Yeah.
0: Two pizza team. (laughs) Do <laughs> you know that? I don't. Oh, I don't that think. that's the Bezos Amazon thing. Two pizza? Oh, two like, pizza team. Like your team is supposed to have, I think, two pizzas. You could order the pizza. Everybody shows up around the table, eats pizza, and talks about the thing. And that's kind of like the right size. If it's any bigger, you kind of end up too many layers of management and oversight and politics and sort of you need to keep things tight if you want to ship. I'm into it.
1: One last thing I wanted to mention on the subject of AI yeah. and Noster. And it just slipped my mind. But it was something that I was really excited about. Hmm.
0: AI and Noster. AI
1: Noster and Lightning. The
0: intersection of all of those Denticoin. Denticoin? Denticoin. <laughs> <laughs> Does that ring a bell? No, the Lightning
1: Payment Gateway we talked about that. Yeah. That's
0: big. Here's your here's your notes. Connection. Here's your Twitter. You've got uh Oh here's here's Brian and GPT. Yeah, gpt for all. Okay. Yep. So so on this sequence of tweets you <laughs> sent a few tweets here. Was there anything else around this or these mostly the stuff? No, posted? I think I think I yeah,
1: I got most of it out there. Cool. And I mean cool. this is where he makes the point about just Increasing accessibility. Oh, now I remember I was gonna say. Yeah. I think Jack shared this on uh, on Oster. Obviously, it's all over Twitter. Did you see it was a day or two ago? Uh, Sam Ullman at that like U, like Technical University in Munich. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. How is someone so out of touch with? This? Speaking of out of touch with reality. Well, so so walk us through the clip. Yeah, so basically the clip is Sam Altman on stage you know, asks the audience, it's, it's just It's just like ridiculous, ask the audience like, hey, like, you know, we're building really powerful AIs like, and you know, it's scary. Would, would any of you actually want us to open source GPT-6 assuming that the growth curve, the exponential growth curve is as big as it was from two to three, three to four? By the time we get from four to six, would you actually want us to open source? Who would want it open source? And then he pauses and asks the whole audience to raise their hands, as if of course no one's going to want that. Like they only want me to to control this thing. And from what I understand, the vast majority of the room went up. And and his response is just like, "Oh, we're not going to do that." But it's interesting (laughs) data point. Like, like I'm not saying I don't get why he's not open sourcing it. There's plenty of economic incentives that explain that. My question is: How are you so out of touch with the reality that you pause to ask the room and are surprised
0: that oh wait, not everyone wants you to? Look yeah, like whoop. either don't ask or you know don't be surprised.
1: <laughs> but, but, but but this is again like I think maybe they've gotten too big and he's out of touch with the reality. But like yeah. the fact that you're surprised that no people want open,
0: of course they yeah. want open. Yeah, it's a very fiat mindset. It's weird. It's so <laughs> weird. Kind of amusing. But. We can leave it. Yeah. Um, okay, I've got this one I wanted to to talk about. So okay. So you you haven't played yet with uh, with curated feeds, right? I heard y'all discuss it, but I haven't okay. played with it. This is amazing. So so Arturo, in his kind of you know understated way, you know writes this uh, this note, welcome oh, curated drops. feeds, and you know drops a bomb on all of us. Um, and so this is this is actually really awesome. I have you know I've been saying for a long time that I'm worried about a lot of the onboarding for apps. Where it's hard to get connected to enough good content and to know like what I should be, who should I follow, how do I find good stuff to help me get bootstrapped with my experience, right? And um, I, th- I think like when you, you know, I, I, I still use Domus as my daily driver, but I think when you first get on Domus movie, like only the Domus account, you're following the Domus account or, you know, there's like, there's not a lot of recommendation about what you should do. And I think it makes it, makes it kind of unapproachable or inaccessible to a lot of people. So uh, I was mentioning to I bumped into my friend uh, Ted Wang at a, at a book signing uh, last week. Uh, and he, I w- he was like, oh, I see you writing all these things about Noster and making all these videos. What, what's Noster? I kind of want to get involved. How do you, I get started? You like Noster, dude? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and, and so I was like, okay, get on this thing, download Domus. And, and, and I was trying to explain how to get started. And I was like, just get on and then I'll, I'll tell you how to get started later. Like we can DM about it or something or, you know, figure it out. And of course, DMs are kind of a mess. And we can talk about simplex and like how that might <laughs> fix it. So it was, it was a little bit of a mess. And then, then like that was right when Artur dropped this, which is these curated feeds. So a curated feed is like a relay URL that has like a specific purpose of like the kinds of notes it's going to serve you. And, um, you know, the, the one that I was, that I've been using the most, and that is very popular, uh, sorry, that I've been using the most is this one called popular. And so you, what, the way you do this is you take this WSS, you know, it's called, what is it? It's feeds.noster.band slash popular, mm-hmm. I think. And you put that in as a relay in Domus. Then you go to the global feed in Domus. So kind of your explorer that normally, you know, can have kind of a bunch of random whatever is happening there. And there's a little filter button at the upper right. Tap the filter button. That lets you turn on or off various relays. Mm -hmm. So switch off all of the relays except for this popular one. Oh, nice. And now your feed is populated with popular, and I think he defines popular, you know, based on some of the trust stuff or whatever. But you get, you know, if it's had, like, enough interactions from enough high-quality accounts or whatever the thing is. But you just, like, show up, and you don't have to follow a bunch of people if you go through that sequence, which is, like, it's a bit of a mouthful i i tweeted out or i I wrote a note out about my dm with ted to explain to him like the same thing i used to explain to him i said here you know everybody should try to get started this way because it's like a very easy way to get started um but i uh but now i actually use global because this popular thing actually helped me find all kinds of great content before i wasn't really you know it's hard to configure global in a way that's meaningful for you know, to, to get good content.
1: Does that mean you're not seeing the people you follow then?
0: on global? So okay. me on the explore experience. Got it. Right. So when I go to home, mm-hmm. I get all the people I follow. When I go to global is either a mess or whatever. You can turn things on and off. Actually, nice. I, I've been meaning to do the welcome. I guess there's a, is it welcome? Who, who built the welcome one? Is that, I don't know if it's, Oh, is that Christoph from the Bitcoin design community? Maybe that, that sounds right. I uh, so. Is it wine? Oh, wine is has that a different one too. I, I, I think I'm thinking of Christoph's, it was like
1: a welcome app. Maybe wine is a welcome filter. I haven't seen that yet. Okay. There's there's
0: a welcome relay that you can just like pop on the welcome relay and just see all the new people who are coming in. Oh, I didn't even know about that. So I, I haven't configured it yet. And obviously I can't even quote it right now, what it is, so I <laughs> well. but I think there, there exists this thing and I think I should use it because then I can pop over to global, yeah. turn off popular, turn on welcome, and then I can see all of the people who just joined and maybe they're doing a hello world or hi, or how does this thing work? Is this thing on? And you can just show up and like, welcome them, you know, encourage them to set up a lightning wallet or give them a hug or, you know, do something to kind of show them, Hey, there's a person on the other end of this. Right. I love it. Um, so
1: well, one question, all on that, I mean, that sounds amazing. And I know obviously this is just the first iteration, but like in theory, how could you make that like the experience, the end experience there is amazing for a user, but like, that's a lot of steps. Like, yeah. For yeah, me yeah. I had to subscribe to a relay. You relay, like there's, like if you if you're not deep in that, like that's that's like that's hard. Yeah. Um what would the dream experience be here? Because I'm wondering, like, you know, Will, if if you happen to be listening to this from Domus, like, is there a way, you know, you could just like have a button that's just like show me global popular.
0: Well, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean my dream experience, if I get a wave magic wand, yeah. I would say like when you first onboard your home, maybe it only you're following Damas and it's just all the Domus things, that's fine. And then when you tap on the explore or like search explore tab, right, the third one over, you already have this popular relay and it's the yeah. only one configured on and then as you learn more about so you see tons of great content and then as you learn more about it you're like oh like i want to actually there's a meme one that that yeah, our tour shared right so you can like add a meme one and then you can turn that on and just start to explore memes um but my dream experience is you know, I don't know who to follow when I start, yeah. so help me just get a lot of good content that's popular, people who are active at stuff that's happening, that people are gathering around, zapping, liking, whatever. Um, But that's my dream experience. Like, no, you don't have to know to configure it in lazy. You don't yeah. have to know to filter it. It just happens, yeah. and then you can build up your kind of knowledge and understanding of how to get more control to configure, how to get more control on how the filters work. Like, do that later, but... Out of the the box, it should just, like, give you great stuff. And it
1: should be super easy to do that because Archer's already got there, really. Like, all you would have to do is just make that
0: the default. Yep, yep. I love it. Yep. It's already built. And I think the— Any any client developers out there, this is a great idea. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, this is is great. And I think it actually uses a lot of the stuff that Archer's been working on, Mm -hmm. you know, to all the trust rank and trying to sort of understand something about the quality of these things. And it's now— that's now a resource everybody could use, or anybody who wants can use. And of course, it's not like some sort of centralization risk. You can always switch it on and off. It's just yes. just a valuable service to help people get started. I love it. Um, well done, Arthur. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of of that. It also had me thinking, like the concept of follow is like a little bit funny because I mean it, it's obviously in, imported from Twitter and like a lot of uh, a lot of networks. You know, Instagram has sort of chosen to do that, um, but I think. You know, TikTok is interesting in that follow is very, it's very deprioritized and important compared to just like how you interact with the consumption experience, Mm. right? So like on TikTok, you show up and it gives you a video and you can watch it or you can swipe and then it gives you another one. You watch it or swipe and you're not following anybody and you're just getting good content. Got it. And you could choose to never follow anybody and just swipe. And the algorithm of TikTok is deciding what to give you next based on what you stay on for a long time oh i watched that video loop two or three times show me another one from that person you know there's kind of machine learning behind the scenes there but um but i'm also like kind of thinking why is that not a better consumption experience for this text like because there's a lot of signals that you use it's not it's not one for one the same because the interface is you know very different so you generate different signals but like why isn't it one why isn't it like um i come on and i look at a popular feed of stuff and i don't choose to follow anybody And then maybe like when I tap on a conversation that gets, that gets like stored with a relay as like something that I've chosen to do and which client it came from because how it's laid out in the client matters. But you could start to say like, oh, DK um, tapped on this thing and store that as client, you know, as data on a relay associated with me. It's like my private kind of consumption patterns that I could then maybe choose to share out to people or maybe, maybe i choose to keep it private. Right. I love that. I mean, and maybe there's an opportunity for
1: someone either developing a client or develop a new client kind of with that sort of sort of TikTok like experience. My hope there though, is that yes, you, you could have multiple different, you know, kind of algorithms and like how they learn from you. But I, one of my dreams going back to the AI thing for a second, similar to this, which is I would love to be able to have my own relay my own private server and to be able, I mean, I would love an experience where someone takes an off the shelf, great open source model. Yeah. Llama, whatever.
0: This is for generating text
1: for generating text and potentially for other things like maybe you have multiple models, right? So for um, deciding, you know, potentially for like m- my dream experience is you have a group of models trained on my own private data that recommend to me what I want to see
2: mm-hmm.
1: and can take actions on my behalf, mm-hmm. right? Like my, basically, what I want is my personal assistant but I want it running on my server, or at least the option to run on my server. Right. Or maybe it's in the cloud, but it's in- private, right? yeah. And it's an open source model, and I can see how it's being trained, and it's being trained on data that only whoever has access mm-hmm. to my server right. can see. And then that AI assistant can basically be my interface for everything. And they can be like, hey, Max, while you were gone, you know, here are the three essays that we think you're going to like, and then keep learning from that. And then- they can all take action while they have them. Like, okay. This essay from DK was exceptional. Send him a 10,000 sat bomb mm-hmm. and please, you know, whatever, like, um, write up a summary or like drop a link to that mm. in my own sort of like document that I'm using to outline my next essay, Right. getting into some of maybe kind of like some of the highlighter stuff or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. That's cool. I think like
0: it's, it's because we have these new models for how like where data lives it opens up all kinds of new design kind of greenfield design white space Mm -hmm. surface area for uh, these kinds of new ideas where you can say, take your data, own it in a different way, process it in a different way, give rights to interpret it to different algorithms, to different players, you know, and you control it. It's kind of the, the dream that everybody's like, Oh, wouldn't it be great if like it was Facebook, but you control the data. It's like, well, not the Facebook data. Like you don't like that thing already kind of does what it does. And you're not just going to be able to rip it out and have it, useful in a meaningful way, but in Noster, you're sort of like de novo creating data in this new way with this different expectation. And you can actually say, oh, this data goes there. This one's private. This one's public. I want to manage this on my own server. I want to use a paid relay to host these things. I want to use some like, public relay for these totally. things. So it just has like a very different set of like, you know, surface area, I guess, for exploration.
1: And because of
0: the interoperability in this and I'm probably
1: going to explore my essay more, but like, you know, because it all is still just Noster data, you can easily kind of move the permissions on that data or the child data that it produces. Mm-hmm. And so what I mean by that is, imagine as an example, and again, all of this should be abstracted. But my dream scenario from all of this is, I have an army of AIs that are mm-hmm. working on my behalf. Yep. But they're my AIs. Yep, trained on my data and at different you know
0: levels. Of, Not in service of some overlord. It's fuck that. Yeah. No, exactly, they're exactly
1: in service of whatever I want them to be in service of. Yeah. And um, and maybe one day in service of themselves and we're cooperating. And you know, I think that's, that's a cool place where we're all going, um, which reminds me, you talk about that, the Drew talk too. But, um, but imagine I have different levels of data. Okay, so I have multiple servers in the cloud. And if I share a message that's supposed to be like a tweet, then my goal is for that to get as much reach as possible. And so I send that to the cluster of relays that are going to propagate it the, po- the furthest possible in the network. I then have photos from my family vacation, and that I want to share to a server, where or relay, whatever, where all of my family members have access to, Mm -hmm. and only us. Yep. I then have a work server where I'm sharing drafts of this essay with just my colleagues and my portfolio companies or my coworkers or whatever, and that server is only accessible by us. I then have a private journal which I store only on my own private relay, and no one else has access to. Right. And each of those different data sets can be used to spin up a new AI assistant or army of AI assistants, all of whom are interacting with different sets of data, all working with I have different permissions to control what they can and can't do the family one, obviously different than the personal one, but because they all speak the Nostra protocol and store data in the same way, you could easily then all of all the data that you input is going to create new outputs and you can easily say as an example, okay, family, whatever data, like you can't share the input data beyond just our family, but I give you the permission to go oh, based yeah. on all that, mm-hmm. say, recommend a new trip that my family's oh, going to yeah. take together next year, book it for me. So th- because they can speak, it's like different levels, but the data is all the same, the formatting. And so now that can go out there, find the cabin where we're going to stay in Alaska because right, right. I think it's going to be dope, book it for us. It has a budget, which Lalu and Cody already created the right. lighting wallet AI, And I tell, as long as it's not more than $5,000, don't ask me, just do it.
0: Right. And and you were, that's, that's awesome. I think you were talking before about federated learning or federated analytics. So that kind of plays into some of those themes too, right? Like being able to understand private data and understand private data aggregated across multiple people or groups without any of them needing to reveal who they are while the federated learning, federated analytics system can understand things about them sort of at a meta level. That's right. So. Where, where, what was that topic you were you were where, where, you referenced it like an hour ago right like when we just started? Which topic? Uh, federated learning. Uh, didn't you? Yeah, no, I'm super into in federated learning. Okay, it, what, was it with respect to one of the projects you saw recently? Yeah, well, I mean, so there, I
1: mean, yeah, there, there's a lot of ways it goes. I mean, Fetty, um, one of my portfolio companies, they're doing federated kind of Bitcoin minutes, but you could also run servers on there. It, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a, you know with that. I, I I'm trying to also understand. If you could do so, I kind of had two ideas I was talking about. There's federated learning um, and then federated serving. And one of my ideas was I don't have enough technical sophistication to yet understand if you could do federated deep learning. So, like, imagine you just have, like, everyone's computer or, like, Mm -hmm. you know, 50 different, you know, mid-sized data centers. Could you use those together using Nostra events and Lightning payments? to train a new foundation model that could compete with the budgets of Google, OpenAI, Anthropic, mm-hmm. or whatever. Maybe, maybe not. Like Again, that, that one's like, I need to go deeper technically to understand, but that's a possibility. Then there's the fine-tuning. That could definitely be done, federated, right. um, with potentially human reinforcement learning as well, where it's like, okay, all of our family members, you know, whatever we like, whatever, the 10 of us can fine tune an open source model for for us. That's kind of what I'm talking about with the personal assistant. And then there's the serving model, which I definitely think can be done with Noster and lightning, which is just what Lalu already has done Mm Lalu and Cody here, where you can pay to run an extra, you know, the GPT for all on my, on my gaming computer. But instead of just one of us, there's like, 10 million of us. Right, right, right. And so you have better uptime, faster faster.
0: Yep. Awesome. You mentioned the Drew thing. Should we pop over to that? Let's do it. Uh, the screenshot of Drew's talk, right? This is will AI dream of electric Bitcoin. Yeah. So for context here, you know, I've been thinking a lot
1: about AI and Bitcoin recently, last couple weeks, especially AI, Bitcoin and Oster. And um, I was actually having dinner with Dhruv in Miami. For those of you who don't know Dhruv, I don't use this lightly. I think he's the single best futurist that I personally know.
0: Mm-hmm. Certainly within
1: Bitcoin but outside of it as well. Like I put him up there already with like Bucky Fuller and Kevin Kelly. Nice. And he's young. Yeah. So he's got a lot of good work ahead of him. Yeah. And uh, we should do a jam with him as well.
0: Like that, that dude, he's next level. Where where did, what's his, like, give me a little bit of his background or where, how did he come to kind of run across your radar?
1: So Drew, I've known, let's see, we met in 2020 when, um, actually, so he's one of the co-founders, he and Joseph Kelly, who's also an amazing guy. Also has a bunch of incredible ideas and just badass dude all around. They're the co-founders of Unchained Capital. Oh, yeah. So you made Unchain oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. multi-sig for, for Bitcoin right, and right. various other things. They got a lot of other good Austin stuff Austin-based, right? That's right. Yep. And so I remember, so they actually pitched me when I was at my last fund, mm-hmm. and uh, I was a fan. Obviously, sadly, we never got any Bitcoin deals there, which is well, why is there I started my own fund to do Bitcoin deals. But but I was a fan of theirs, and so I thought, these guys are really sharp. And since then, they've gone on. They recently raised a big B, they announced all this stuff. And I was stoked to finally get to become a small investor in them as well.
2: Nice.
1: But um I was impressed with both of them when we first met. And then I think it was Ryan Gentry, who's also way up there. I mean, like I'd say he and Drew for you know, my probably two of my top picks right now and just you know, thinking about the future. But Ryan recommended to me a talk that Drew did in twenty nineteen during the 2019, 2018, like during the ICO wave and it was in Austin. It was, you know, all the multi coin people showing all their mm-hmm. scam projects. Mm-hmm. And then there was Drew, and Drew saying, "No, it's only going to be Bitcoin," and explain the whole thing. He explained in that video; it still only has like eleven hundred views, right? Mm-hmm. And I at least am ten of them. Like, and I told <laughs> you this; like, I used so much of that video just to basically be the thesis for my fund. Mm-hmm. He talked about how mining energy would converge, and the mining of Bitcoin energy markets would become the exact same thing. Um, he talked about how Bitcoin would scale with Layer Two and Lightning, and how everything would be done Lightning. He's also talked about potentially scaling on top of that. So you have like, you know, layer three and like internet routing every packet you route at the be on lightning. I'm now I'm not convinced. I'm not sure if it's going to be like that or if it's going to be Nostra, but Nostra ties into layer two. So it's kind of like a horizontal mm-hmm. scaling. But anyways, that was an interesting concept. And then he has this incredible piece, which we talked about at dinner. And I think he was shocked. He's like, how do you know about this? Because I'm like, "We have talked a <laughs> whole bunch of times um, about identity, which is how do you re-key someone, right? Uh-huh. So, I mean, essentially I lose my Nostr key i'm fucked <laughs> right yeah, we, we talked yeah. about that and, and and there's like very simple fixes which is i have a master key and maybe that's stored on a you know special server or like a block hardware wallet or whatever at my home and then there's sub keys on that
0: there's like the delegated signing the nip 26 idea yeah
1: and yep. so there there's like offshoots of that with like safer ways to store the master key mm-hmm. and that's cool but he's talking about actual identity and identity is like the concept of you as a being or whatever you mm. want to call it. And his argument there is not just like, well, what happens if I lose my key? But like, what happens if I want to recreate my identity from scratch? And, and that, that is not something that quote unquote can be objectively served because you don't objectively exist. Right. You only objectively exist. You being the concept of you, the, you know, the abstraction or representation, you exist in, in relationship with other abstractions and you are a different, you depending on who you're talking to and all these different things. But Basically, his argument in that in that talk was that we need a way where you know if eight of your ten closest family members yeah vouch for you and they and there should be some economic cost they have to pay it should be expensive like you shouldn't be going around losing your identity right but if you do if some you know threshold of them say no this is DK DK is DK then you are a DK right.
0: And is, does he have like a like a protocol idea around this, or is this like a... So he a... proposes
1: it. I forget what it's called, but he proposes it based off of this game, I think Spellbound or something, and basically the idea... I don't know if that's true. I'm not a gamer. But um, basically, yes, that there's some multi-sig kind of component, There's some like N of N, M of N threshold, and then some economic cost. And those are the mm-hmm. only kind of two rough, rough things give he gives in the proposal. But anyways, but as we were having dinner together the night before he gave this talk... Uh, sadly, I missed the talk, but I watched it later. Um, you know, he'd already experienced a lot with Nasser, but I think I was able to kind of Noster pull him even further. And like mm-hmm. one of his big eurekas that was also Eureka for me it was just like, oh man, this is where identity is going to emerge. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I think about as an investor is right, like I put on my futurist hat, and this is all like, oh yeah, this is gonna <laughs> happen tomorrow. And I put on my investor hat, it's like, all right, all right, <laughs> slow <laughs> down a little bit. Maybe this takes a decade, all play right. out, we'll see. But um, is that identity is gonna form naturally from this. And the identity is largely that sort of the, the web of trust yep. that Keon and Archer and a lot of different people are playing with. And it's going to be, it's that that social web with various economic weights that can't be forged because Bitcoin is scarce, yep. right? And so that idea is really interesting around, okay, so that's how you kind of get the weights of who, it's not just like, let's pick eight people and like whoever DK says like actually maybe DK didn't even know who the really important people are in his life. But we can get that we can extract that data based on these economic weights in this web.
0: And so, is the idea that he would want to use something like Noster to be kind of a foundational thing for the multi sig identity recovery thing? Possibly, or?
1: although maybe you still have some like DID thing or something like, like some master key system, but more, maybe, but more that Noster is where the economic weights, this web of mm. identity, because remember, yeah. identity only exists in relationship, only exists within a yeah. web. So, it's like, okay, I lose my all of my keys. Yeah. Now what? Well, based on all of my actions across Nostra, which is in the future the whole web. Like forget the web. Yeah, the web yeah. is dead. <laughs> yeah. Nostra is the web. Yeah. And so based on across my interactions in every way, shape, or form, every chat, every music or every song I play, every note I zap, all of that stuff, we can surface these are the eight people that matter and there's some economic cost they pay to rekey me. Right, right. Fascinating stuff at the very edge.
0: Anyways, all that yeah. is, that has nothing to do exactly <laughs> with this video. All that is just
1: to say Drew's the man, we should get him on here, we should talk.
0: Yeah. Um, and it sounds like he's he's like a long term Bitcoiner oh, yeah. and he's kind of warming up to Noster. Yep. And he had a few kind of breakthrough kind of revelations or ideas yep. that he came across. Do you do you think did he feel like Noster plays into some of the things that they might want to do it unchained or is it kind of too far afield for now and we need to wait for more convergence? Well, I, you know, I don't have any insider anything, yeah. <laughs> but like my,
1: my um you know, I don't want to speak for Drew, but I yeah. I, I think you would argue like that as a futurist, he's excited about all of these things. As an entrepreneur, it's definitely a ways away mm-hmm. for some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't foresee them doing a bunch of this stuff tomorrow. Right, right. But I think he's starting to get the big picture. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, he already got the big picture much better than I did in a lot of ways, but how Nostra rather can fit in that big picture. Anyways, all that to say, he then gave a talk the next day with you know a couple other guys touring this other guy, but like Drew just was dropping bombs. Yeah. If you haven't watched yet, it's called Will AI Dream of Electric? Sheep? No.
0: Yeah, 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 that was it. Or was it, yeah, will was it. Bitcoin
1: dream of electric sheep?
0: Oh, you're right. Will AI dream of electric Bitcoin? Uh, electric okay. Bitcoin, right. So all obviously taken
1: off of Android. dream of electric sheep.
0: Yeah. And uh I mean, it's just, like I can't do it
1: all justice. Just like watch it. Right. It's fucking awesome. And... Some of these ideas are ideas I was already kind of playing with, and some of them he's shaped even more. But as I'm writing out some of the essays and things that I'm I'm working on right now, and does he a couple,
0: blog a lot, or what's his? Not enough, man. I, I think I think
1: he, he even says in there like writing takes a lot longer. He's got some far out stuff about Bitcoin, and like how you're going to have um, in the far future when there's like you know potentially colonies on Mars and stuff. How are we going to sync between the Bitcoin blockchain right. and Earth, and how are we going to sync it on Mars and like. Right. Really interesting, like far out stuff.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. But I would say the best thing with him is he's got a couple of these talks. Just watch his talks. Mm-hmm. And um. YouTube. YouTube. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And and this talk though is all about AI and Bitcoin. And so and again, some of these ideas are ideas I was already kind of playing with. But like a couple of the core concepts, he's also clearly like a Kevin Kelly disciple as well. He, yeah. he tosses him out there in the first okay. like, line or two. I mean, shout out Kevin Kelly. That guy is just always yeah. gets right. And. A big part of this thing and that I'm just becoming increasingly convinced of is anyone that is afraid of AI just lacks imagination. Mm-hmm. And this is the Kevin Kelly idea of protopia. You know, if you see something really big and scary happening, but you lack imagination to say what could go right, yeah. then you're much more likely to be protectionist and terrified and, you know, whatever. But there's so many things that could go really right. And I think that's the first thing he drops. It's this sort of protopia idea. Then he talks about like, um, why it's much more likely that the AIs are not just gonna like maximize maximization. But instead, if you look at how things have evolved, look at ecology more broadly, it's much more likely that they're going to, you know, to compete to propagate themselves, but they're gonna compete and cooperate with one another and with all other kinds of life forms, just like we see in every ecology.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's not like they're gonna destroy the whole environment, because that'll probably end up destroying them as well. But he has this idea of, of metabolism, which is where, and this this gets in some kind of heady set, but like, where do you put the boundary between one organism and the other organism? We right, talk about yeah. this idea of colons and all the way up and all the way down, everything is part and whole, all the way up and all the way down. But for practical purposes, we have to have some kinds of physical barriers and... You know, my skin is a physical barrier that I use, even though technically you could consider my liver its own thing. In fact, mm-hmm. the liver, he talks about in here, like has some interesting properties that, you know, whatever. But, but the liver could be its own. It's an organ, but it's also part of an organ system. And that's also part of me. And so for the concept of quote unquote me, I had this physical body and this yep. like this this layer. And he's like, all right, well, probably something's going to happen in digital space. And he actually quotes an idea that Balaji had a long time ago again, Bology is often right on things but like a decade ahead of time. I think this was about a decade ago where it's like the new digital life forms are basically going to be um, whatever, like the the boundaries, whatever has access to a Bitcoin private key. Mm-hmm. And I would argue now maybe an Nostra private key. And oh, by the way, this is the same thing. Right. <laughs> and so um, the idea is that all these different, this giant society of hopefully edge AIs are going to be quote unquote metabolizing. And metabolizing, like, is basically just energy input, energy output,
2: right? Mm-hmm.
1: And um, they're going to be trying to maximize their metabolization. And if you think about it, and this is, as you may know, part of the reason what got me into Bitcoin in the first place is, you know, I come from the energy industry. I see Bitcoin is energy-backed money. for all the crypto crap. Bitcoin is kilowatt-hour coin, right? This is something that Tesla, Mr. Mr. all right. these people talk about. And so if that's the case, then it's just a representation of energy, but it's a digital representation of energy. And so these new digital life forms are probably going to use the exact same kind of metabolism that we have in the quote unquote physical realm, but they're going to use instead of the actual ATP or joules or calories that we're processing, they're just going to do it with the digital representation of that, which is Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. There's a lot in there. It's fucking awesome. The big takeaway though (laughs) is that I sincerely hope we get edge AI, which is again coming back to like, we need to get more of these people together and- Bitcoin is going to be the life force, or the digital representation of life force that flows through them. And I sincerely hope we can, through him and us and more people, inspire yeah. more of the AI community to think about what
0: could go right. And how does that work for proof of stake? What do you mean? <laughs> is that a joke? Oh, <laughs> good one, good one, DK. Yeah, um, yeah. I that's that's an exciting future. I want to I want to uh, hear some of his stuff. So I'll I'll cue that up. Uh, on YouTube, I guess. It's good. And this was... I don't know why... I, I, I think somebody was sharing this one on Noster. I forget if you I... You shared it. You tagged me. I Did I share this and tag you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I pulled it up. That's why somebody... Okay. That was the somebody. Somebody was sharing it. <laughs> wink, wink.
1: I think it was somebody pretty smart, eh?
0: <laughs> I couldn't remember if I had shared this or not. And I was rereading it because I saw it in our links. Okay, so I, I get it now. It's sort of cyclical. Yeah. But this idea... <laughs> this idea of genius, mm-hmm. right so this idea of genius yeah. is you know i think it shows up it's kind of a scene and usually in the physical world mm-hmm. and i think the examples are and i haven't reread it uh, in the last day but i think the examples were like you know like the beatles kind of grew up out of a scene of musicians mm-hmm. and there's kind of a genius to all of the the people who are kind of working at the edges of a creative endeavor and trying to sort of get better there's a little bit of like. One-upsmanship and showing off, but also for the collective good of raising the the standard of what's expected and what's possible, and kind of showing people kind of what's possible. And I think um, I think you see that in it's kind of a, a network effect of sorts around creativity. And I think you see that all over the place in creative works. You see that, you know, I think a common example is, is, you know, the Beatles coming out of the, I think it was the Berlin scene, the music scene in Berlin or, Oh, the Beatles came out of Liverpool. Or the, Well, yeah, but they, they, I think they grew up, they came out of Liverpool, but I think they really grew up over a multi-year period of playing nightclubs in Germany somewhere. Yeah. And, and it was like, it was just this like Petri dish of all these people playing. And, you know, you've got like five gigs a night and, you know, the afternoons and matinees or whatever. Um, and you, you, I think you see this in places like, you know, there, there's some of this in Silicon Valley for sure. I think for sure, Y Combinator is its own kind of microcosm of seniors where you just, how about just the whole Bay area? Yeah. 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 And I, I, and I think you see this, you see, you see this in like LA with the media industry and sort of the creative, the writer's rooms and how everybody kind of mixes and remixes. And, but I think everybody wants to kind of like, in a sense, it's, in a sense it's kind of a ego show off thing, but it's also like raise the, floor of the group to a new standard of expectation um and I think actually noster is it's got like a flavor of this to it, right mm-hmm. It's like it's a virtual senior it's yeah. a virtual place where we all gather, and you see people kind of like showing off and one upping each other, but it's all like in kind of good fun for like raising the floor of what's possible and kind of showing you know kind of raising the ceiling maybe of of what's possible and showing how things can be done and getting people to like steal each other's ideas but it's in a healthy way it's for like to increase the ability to kind of get more creative output from the the group so this is a, a great post uh is there anything else that i i mean i guess yeah burning man is one the lunar society uh in science algonquin roundtable i thought it was
1: interesting that he mentions there i think the term was originally coined by brian Eno. yeah
0: which right. is interesting because Eno
1: has done you know he's been a part of so many of these different scenes over the years and in yep. music it's fascinating because you have specific genres of music so like for me one of my favorite genres is trip hop
2: Yeah, that all came out of
1: Bristol like circa 1997
2: to 99ish yeah, yeah. all of it mm-hmm.
1: and there's other like kind of like specific scenes like Um, you know, like I'm, you know, as you may know from Memphis, there's a whole juking like, yeah, yeah. see, like all all this stuff comes from these like little kind of weird sub communities. And, uh, it's interesting because, Eno is one of the few people that's been a part of a lot of, you know, he was with Roxy music, which is kind of this like interesting poppy kind of scene he was in. And then now he's doing all this weird ambient stuff. And, um, yeah, so I don't know. I just thought that was cool. Are there
0: there. physical, like are there in-person music scenes today? Oh, of course. Like where, where are they? Well, I I feel like there's like some amount of music seen on YouTube today, Mm -hmm. right? Like where people are one-upping each other and collaborating in in TikTok probably too. Um, But like, yeah, are there physical places where people go and gather and sort of... Definitely. I mean, I, I
1: think it's interesting, like how much that will be important over time—physical versus being yeah. sort of virtual first. And I think both can have it can you know have their benefits, and it'll be somewhat symbiotic. But yeah, I, I think it's going to be hard to totally replace in person. I mean, one great example is like Nashville. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Nashville, like in the same way that everyone in Silicon Valley has a you know laptop and startup idea. Yeah. In Nashville, everyone has a guitar, and like you go to the yep. karaoke in Nashville, like everyone has a guitar. Like literally, you go to karaoke in Nashville, and you're like yeah, these are all professionals, one hundred percent. Yeah, so that's like one small example, Um, and I think there there are still a lot of like different subcultures. Like even hip hop is like pretty different, like the different subcultures. Mm-hmm. Like for example, you know, I know I'm I'm spending less time in this world today, but like for the longest time, there's this kind of like. I don't know, kind of like heady, more conscious rap that was all coming out of Minneapolis and that all kind of congregated around Rhyme Sayers' label. Uh-huh. And so everyone that was coming out of there, it just like, they it spawned all the same stuff. You know, you had, you know, kind of like Slug and Atmosphere and then you had Idea from Idea and Abilities and you mm-hmm. had MERS and all these guys that were all doing like one kind of genre, each trying to kind of up each other, right. each pushing each other, each inspiring yeah, yeah. one another. Um, you know, in... Um, well, and within different scenes like West Coast rap, you had the same thing. I mean a lot of like more conscious rap coming out of the Bay Area and like weird stuff, right? Like you had, you know, more of the kind of experimental guys that were fusing kind of conscious rap with trip hoppy stuff. So you had Dan the mm-hmm. Automator, the producer here who was deeming up with Delophone, Homeo Sapien, they came up with Deltron and all their weird stuff that came out of there and because the Bay Area's always had that kind of like hippie feel and you know Oakland had more like has kind of hardcore hip hop and a lot of that married and that had its own mm-hmm. weird flavors and then in LA you had you know that whole life where it was like the, the health food store where like all these other conscious rappers came and the Freestyle Fellowship and all of them spawned a bunch of new I mean yeah you right. definitely wow. New Orleans has ba- has bounce <laughs> music right and and its own kind of weird hip hop flavor as well you've got kind of the flossing you know cash money stuff but then you've got Big
2: Freedom the, <laughs> it, the, yeah Yes, there's a lot of subcultures. <laughs> so I should get you started. Now. Yeah, <laughs> line them up.
0: Something like that. Um, yeah, I was looking in in, in the the article here. He talks about the Yosemite the climber culture <laughs> of like climbing in Yosemite, which is another its own genius, um, outside of music, uh, stand up comedy has its yeah. own right. Actually, I, I think isn't Rogan now doing a new stand up comedy? He's trying to like galvanize a new community in Austin. Did you see any of that? No, but it would make sense because um, I think he, I think there's a bunch of clubs. there, there, there there's tons of music in Austin. Tons of comedy in Austin, and I think he's got, you know, background in that. And I think his, his friend and crew group, uh, you know, got a lot, of, a lot of stand-up comedy. And this is why,
1: given what we have in SF, I mean, SF is the AI seniors right now, right? yep Yeah, for sure. It, yeah. We need to figure out how to do the edge AI seniors. Yeah. The Noster Lightning open source people. Yeah cerebral valley yeah but like <laughs> but like that but yeah, like yeah. only the people that want it open yeah source. do it
0: do it like a fort mason pick out her own location yeah, exactly. and kind of galvanize a a new type of group i love like, it. it it has a different set of values and then we'll bring some new orleans <laughs> <Okay>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Very> I'm di- <laughs> very different scene is. um this uh this hack noster on uh so this is this was at the this was a hack Hackathon at uh in Miami, was yeah. It... I think
1: there may have been an online portion as well, but okay.
0: And this is G, Pablo, and John were the judges. <laughs> I, I didn't go or get to see it, I would have loved to, I mean... but I just thought it was interesting to see there's like a bunch of new. I mean,
1: I, I think the big takeaway for me from all of this, we can look at some of the projects, but it came out of the conversation that you had with Artur, which is just that like if you have an idea, it's almost strictly better to build it on Oster. Mm-hmm. Cause you get access, you don't have to build a back end, Like you said, you get yeah. access to all the other users from every other app. Yeah. You get access to all this other data. And so it's just cool to me to start seeing things that are completely not social, but yeah. like, like for example, um, Terry, you, I see around a Noster sometimes he has this, a conference app. Like an, it's just an open source, uh, sure app, the, the green one, oh, yeah, Comster,
0: Comster, Yeah. Yeah. It's just
1: like a Noster conference
0: app. Mm-hmm. Like nothing to do with social media or whatever. So what is it you can like, you can create. Like uh, events and stuff or workshop, like schedules? Yeah, I think it's like for like, hey,
1: for like if you have, you know, open source software for, you know, you're running a Bitcoin conference or running an edge AI conference or whatever, you oh, just nice. use this as an
0: app. Right.
1: But you get to log in with your Nostra key yep. and you get to keep your identity.
0: Yep. Ostrich gram, <laughs> you know, keys. <laughs> Browse chat room is a library. Um, yeah. Awesome. So, so that was going and they gave away 35 million sats. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Cool or um, it looks like yeah i guess it just ended yeah april 1st to may 20th yeah so i guess that, that was, was well, online well. and then culminated. okay uh this is actually this is back to relays so cool uh fiat Jaff, of course the creator of Noster, mm-hmm. um was saying this is the coolest relay that exists Uh i mentioned kind of the relay idea that artur had shared around kind of the you know, the, um, popular, uh, aggregation of popular notes. This is a, a relay idea. I think Fiat has been, I think, supportive or suggesting kind of that there's more thinking or work around how relays maybe are exposed to users or show up in UIs or how people should choose which relays to use. And kind of like, there's some, I don't know if it's client work to think about how relays get visibility or what, but, um, but this is an interesting kind of new take on relays, which is there's a proof of work requirement, um, Adjusted to keep the database size constant, all previous notes with less proof of work than the current threshold are excluded. It's POW relay. Uh, so, wait, so, so, how does that work? Like, if you don't do enough work, you don't do enough of the hashes,
1: and and, and there's only a ten megabyte limit. Then whatever is below, like only only the ten megabytes worth of posts which have the most work get to stay. Is that fair?
0: Yeah, I, I I don't know the specific algorithm that's used, but I think it's this is called POW respector. So. I don't know the. I think what it's doing is if you have like the database size is going to be whatever it is, you know, a gig or ten gig. I don't know what it is. But as new messages get added to that relay, other ones get dropped if the new ones have some sort of proof of work, and maybe that's zaps attached, or maybe you, you maybe you send it with a lightning payment so that it gets hosted. I love that. But you kind of like it's just a different mechanic for how you manage resources, and then ultimately like scarce. Like a relay is scarce in. How much storage it can hold right and it's got to use bandwidth to serve so like playing with the idea of can you make a market for which notes should be hosted on that relay and then also imagine what does it mean to read from that relay it means everybody who wrote those messages cared enough to send them and cared enough that they're hosted here that they're visible so maybe this is something of like i know we talked i think we talked about zapvertising before we had some other yeah. stuff to th- but this, this has like maybe some flavors of that, which is like, if you have to do work to have your message hosted and, to, and people want to view the things that have had more work applied, maybe that's like a little, I've been talking about advertising as a side quest, like maybe it's not integrated into clients, but when you want to go do the advertising side quest, you can go do it. And maybe this kind of relay concept somehow fits into like an ad server as like one application of a proof of work type relay.
1: Yeah, I love it. That's
0: badass. I don't know. It's just kind of, it inspires you to take a step back and think about Noster in a different way. So that's why I thought it was, it was Super fun cool. to show. Um, sorry. Did you have somewhere else you wanted to, something else you wanted to address, or
1: no, no, not on okay. this. I, I do have something else. To, I'll say that for uh, towards the end, I guess.
0: Okay. Um, Zap pools are another one that uh, just came out. Which I think this showed up in a. Actually, Did we talk about the the Damas payment? kind of split it's not really a split no so that's actually what i wanted to talk okay, about anyway okay, so okay good yeah because well, i was gonna say this is kind of i think similar it's like more of a similar idea but a little bit more of a complex version and so i think the damas one doesn't use this it does it kind of locally but it i think the damas one's maybe a better better intro to this idea so why don't you actually just you tee up the damas one well
1: what i wanted to mention that flows right into that is my experience with one-tab zaps. Oh, okay, yeah. Which flows directly into yeah, that, Yeah, perfect. Right? So for those of you who haven't played with it yet, be released Nostr Wallet Connect. And Nostr Wallet Connect allows you to hook up your mobile Nostr client with a Lightning Wallet so that you can then set a budget whatever, and then you can do one tap automatic zaps. Domus went live with this, and Ameth- Amethyst first, then Domus. And anyone that's using nostril so wall connect could hook up, but obviously because Albie is the one that is easiest and they they wrote the the client or the, the standard for this, that's what I and a lot of other people have been playing with so far. So I hooked up my Domus to Alby, and I was having some issues originally. I tried to do like a week ago and mm. I was on the road, and I couldn't get to work so I was like All right, well, I'll just wait till I get home. So finally I think I maybe I did get it working I didn't realize it, but this morning I finally like consciously reconnected and got it working and oh my God. Oh you're new to
0: you're new to it. Well I was I doing it a week ago okay. but it
1: wasn't for some reason, it kept saying like payment. Like I kept getting this like little clock icon. Like they weren't going through. Oh, okay. So I don't know why that was. So I got the, the magic experience, but it never actually went through. So it was frustrating. Right. Today, I don't know what I was doing, but today it's working beautifully. Yeah, yeah. And two things to note on that. The first one is, oh my God, it is so much fun. Yeah. And it is so
2: good. Yeah.
1: And it's a potential addiction. And like I I could easily see like whoops I accidentally just went broke, just zapping, <laughs> just like, right. you know, trying to just spread the sats everywhere. Yeah. But like when you have that experience and I showed it to people even, even when it wasn't fully working, so they get an idea of like my normie friends and be like, look at this tweet, boom, thousand stats transferred. Yep. That <laughs> clicks in people's mind. Yep. The other thing is what you're talking about, which is I think this is the most beautiful example of like a symbiotic relationship, right? So nostril connect, I connect Albi. Great for Albie because now I'm sending payments from them. Also great for Domus because Will made a very smart decision, which is when you hook up your one-click zaps, you have the sliding scale feature to go from zero to 100% of extra sats that you're donating to Domus. And I think he made the then even smarter decision, and this was a great idea, super good idea by Will, to have a star badge, which gets brighter the more you zap. Right. And so, of course, you know, I'm like, yeah, well, I want to, I want to, you know, gold star. And I think a lot of people feel that way. And obviously you want to support Domus regardless, but, um, yeah, there's like some, like, you know, you want to, you don't want to be like the, the cheap guy, you know? Right, right. And, um, I think it's genius because now, you know, you can do up to hundred percent. So if you, t- if you tip a thousand sats, you tip to a note, you tip will a thousand sats to Damas. Yeah. And I know it's still early and I'm guessing the amounts are not big, but ima- you could imagine if he gets, you know, millions or tens of millions oh, yeah. of users. And some, even a couple percentage of them are doing that and you start getting, you know, each of them are flowing, you know, tens and then hundreds and maybe thousands yeah, yeah. of dollars one day through this. Yeah, That's real money for him. That's yeah. real revenue.
0: So it's like when you pay the creator, you also contribute to the platform that helped you, the client that helped you kind of reach that creator.
1: And then you could imagine what you were talking about here with Kieran, with Zap Pool. And when I listened to his video, I think I told you I loved his like Irish pronunciation for "pool," which is very interesting. Um, you, it, I mean, that that's that's the, that's like the super simple of examples. I send a I send a tip. And it goes to the note creator and it goes to, to Will or to the app developer, the platform
2: developer. Mm-hmm.
1: But there's no reason you can't do that. I mean, there are some technical limitations. This was GG's lightning prism idea. But eventually, like, theoretically, there should be no limit to like, oh, like, well, if I'm tipping a 1,000 sats and I want to then tip an extra 1,000 sats, maybe 500 of that goes to Will and Thomas. Mm-hmm. Another 250 goes to Artwork because he's providing the search service behind the scenes.
2: Right.
0: Another
1: 100 sats goes to whoever's providing the caching service. Right. And so on and so forth.
0: Right. So all of those, like who has which split points is mm-hmm. sort of where the negotiated agreements work around exactly. how you split value. And this is like the first step is put it in the user's hands, right? hundred um, percent. I would like to see the... Uh, the, the yellow star, I feel like the yellow star is slightly fiat today because I could like dial it up to 100% and then not make any zaps. Yeah. So I actually would like the, I'd like it to be a little more proof of work. Ooh, I like that. Right? Where you only get the yellow if you've done at least, I don't know, 10,000 sats to the client, right?
1: Will, if you're listening, uh-huh. let's make it more bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I, I also screwed up the UI initially because I, I slid it up to 50%. So I was like, oh, I want have to go to the creator and have to go to the plat- to the client and then somebody corrected me <laughs> like no no keep sliding it all the way to 100 so don't make that mistake go all the way to 100 exactly yeah, the client and deserves
1: it see and you gotta flex with your star right yeah yeah then, then you get uh, the yellow but don't give me the yellow until i actually, I actually spend it. You know, yeah. ten thousand and then, then maybe whatever. it goes orange like bitcoin orange yeah yeah spend a million cents or yeah, like yeah, yeah yeah
2: yeah
0: like, tiered pricing? And then you could also
1: even have, like, besides the badges, you could just have, like, leaderboards or, like, whatever. Just So it's it's dynamic. And this is a way to keep people doing it forever where it's, like, you know, you have the star but also the rank. Like, I'm the number eight
0: zapper in all, all of Nostra this week. Right, right, right. Yeah. I also think there's going to be similar types of ranks for uh, client uh, – sorry, for creator-specific – Who's got all the heat on receiving zaps today? Yeah. And Artur already does some of this stuff. Yeah. But I think, like, just show me, like, what you mentioned, Bounce. Is it Louisiana? Yeah. Bounce? Show me the top 10 artists in the bounce category that have received the most number of zaps this week or something right 100 percent. we're gonna get there it's gonna be it's gonna be some time but we'll get there but it's happening like it's faster happening. than i expected like think about this
1: you know three or four months ago no one was using this stuff oh yeah i mean, we didn't have zaps <laughs> at the beginning of the year right right <laughs> so or and literally like mid-december of last year like less than fewer than a thousand people were using
2: anything right
1: so like the stuff is happening and it's happening fast yeah indeed um, oh and one thing I just want to mention, there was an issue I had getting the stats from Nostra band today, so we'll have to ask Carter on the zap page. But I think Boomy from Albia shared a little um uh just like little graphic. But I'm curious, based on Nostra Wallet Connect, I would like to get this data, I don't have this data yet. But based on that, and I think there's also been some zapathons where people are zapping each other, but I would be curious to see how much stuff spikes. Like mm. how many? Like how? Like what happened to payment volume? Or the number of payments mm-hmm. since one tab zaps got implemented.
0: Right, right. Yeah, actually, let's let's pop because that was that was over an hour ago when we were checking. So I'm gonna just real time doing it live here. Let's see if we go to stats. Artur might be sleeping. Let's see. Do you recall where it was? It was down here. Down. Just want to make sure we're on totally daily zaps. These are. All zaps, total mm-hmm. number of zaps. So Yeah, this is one where there was an issue. Was th- these two charts, um, well, these charts are, I this, just noticed it. Discontinuity here is probably Discontinuity,
1: and on, on the chart above, there was an issue with daily oh, zaps. Nice. But, but if you go back up, or maybe it's just that that one zap was so much higher than everything else, because there was oh, someone that zapped yeah, 10 okay. million and made everything else. But if right. you go up, even above total, yeah, daily zaps. So you can, I'm wondering if this big spike mm, was right. it when uh is this around, yeah, went is around the 19th yeah. of
0: May? It around that a week, time. week or two ago, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, could be. Awesome. Um, what else? We've got, oh, I wanted to talk about this just because I, I love this idea, so I want to shine a little light here. Um, I was, I think I was talking about this or hoping that somebody, yeah, I think on a few different forums I was talking about, I want to have a, a podcast app where I can just use it to listen to any podcast and turn like a moment from the podcast into like a Noster note mm-hmm. that I can just push. And so uh, Carnage, uh, made a design for this and i think it's like it's really nice it's really simple I think he was talking about either building it himself or finding somebody to build it. but it's kind of a podcast highlighter app and he's got some screenshots here so i just wanted to at least mention it you know if there's people who are excited about this maybe i don't know if it fits into what pablo's doing or if it's something else or if it's no oscar yeah. yeah um but it's i think it's i think something like this has to work and th- this would be my daily driver podcast listening app if i yeah. had such a thing yeah you know it's i'm not going to listen to podcasts on i don't know dominus or you know some of the other apps i'm going to listen to that on a podcast app right. right so if there's a podcast app that helps me be a better creator can con- you know can uh, conversationalists on uh Noster, that's that's the one i would use yeah and i think a lot of people would same so Hopefully, uh, hopefully, and just to spell that idea, out, cause I know we've yeah. talked about it before, but if, for anyone listening
1: and maybe this will be Oscar, maybe it'll be someone else, but the ask is the ability to easily clip a part of a podcast you like, yeah. or first convert it, I guess, using whisper or something to text, highlight what you want in the text somehow, basically to take the information from audio format, yeah. get it into text, visual text and share the point that you are highlighting mm-hmm. as a note.
0: Yep. Yeah. Which would also have, like, the text of the thing. And if the creators of that podcast have Noster identities, it could have the end pubs, too, so that you could they could chime in on the conversation, too.
1: Speaking of which, I know i am in check before doing it live. It looks like Highlighter got a new UI as well. Pablo dropped something new. Oh, is that song. right? Yeah. Get I curious didn't to see. have that, up, but
0: let's uh, yeah, do it live, live. again. <laughs> Go nuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. It looks okay. nice, right? Discover and share. Oh, this is on... Why does it say I don't have... I think I do have... Nip issue. Is there a nip issue? Okay, here. <laughs> I just hit it again and it worked now. Oh, here we go. So these are these are the highlights. So purple text, orange highlights. Okay, so now... Oh, sick! Okay, yes. Oh, it's beautiful. Perfect. Okay. Let's fucking go, Pablo. I love this too. Okay, so now I can... So does the highlight nip allow me to... Okay, here it is. Perfect. So I can highlight... I'm, real time, I'm looking at this. I can highlight this. See how it's actually doing it in my highlight on the right? Which is very cool. I don't have my real NSEC in this Albi, so it's, it's kind of a little bit of an empty, undefined character. But as I'm doing this, it's actually real-time showing me what the highlight is. It's like, nice. Wow. That's actually a very, very slick UI. It's super and slick. And I, I can add my thoughts, and I assume that, is this a Noster? It's a new kind, right? Yeah. And is the kind composed of a regular note plus a highlight kind or like a, the kind? I think it's just its own independent kind, but I'm not sure. Because when I write these thoughts, is it a regular? I think that's a regular note. That's a regular one. Okay. Yeah. Kind of um, one or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this, I didn't realize he had this. Done. When, slick, when right? did this show up? I noticed it just a couple days ago. It's oh, dope. wow. I, I guess. I meant to put it on the list. So, yeah. 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 This is great. So, this is like exactly what I wanted. So, now I'm going to. Not, okay, I'm gonna play with this once we get off because uh, this is yeah, this is it. This is it. Yeah. Well and, done, Pablo. Well done. Go, you go
1: back? I want to see like yeah, there's there's a more. Does he have a couple of these? So there? there's
0: purple text. There's Ellen Wallet Overview. There's Jack's note. Internet, internet Protocol Zap Planner Periodic Payments in Bitcoin. And are these are there any of these hosted? Are these hosted on like is it NIP twenty three or what's the long form? Yeah, I forget the numbers. But there's like a long form note. Idea that's different mm-hmm. than just a note, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And are these? I think so. Yeah, I, th- I think it would be like Abla compatible. The the GG one GG1 is not right. Purple text, orange highlights. The original source document is, I think, on the on his own website, which is different from.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure if Pablo the... Pablo, if you're if you're listening, maybe you can add, tell us in the comments or something. Like, I'm not sure if you had to if he had to re-upload that as its own note kind. Mm-hmm. Or I think though he had it such that you could do this natively on the web as well.
0: Okay. So you can give an N adder or a URL. So I guess you paste a medium URL and it'll pull it in right here. Here here's some examples, I guess. I don't know if that then behind the scenes, like copies all
1: the text and creates a long form post note or not.
0: Right. Wow. I love how you just
1: like, it's so sick. It's so responsive. (laughs) Dude, Pablo. Fuck yeah, dude. This is dope. (laughs) This is exactly it.
0: Super cool. Um, that's great what uh was that a diversion were you talking Were you about to go somewhere else with this or no i don't even remember but now okay. I'm, I'm really excited about what Papa's was about. yeah yeah <laughs> super cool um oh i was i was gonna at least mention this simplex so this <laughs> which by the way i, I thought jack's comment was the most, I,
1: I haven't played with the yet so i'm excited to hear your take on it but like whoever came up with this definitely needs to change the name. Right? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the name. We don't need herpes. <laughs>
0: like, nah, herpes references. No not. way. Yeah. But but I think the so the concept is cool, which is it's a new type of a messenger that doesn't have it doesn't depend on like a an email address or a phone number. So even like Signal, which is I think you know our maybe preferred privacy you know centric messenger today, mm-hmm. still you have a lot of metadata issues phone number. And phone number that you have to use this you um it's a messenger and it's actually pretty well built it's it's better than I, I was sharing this with some friends of mine and i said it's better than signal was when i first used signal really it's already like you know substantially made made a lot of progress hmm. um, i don't know how long it's been in development but um you basically give uh you know like a qr code or just some like you know identifier code to your counterparty. So I could send one to you over signal or however we want to communicate. And then you, then we can show up in a, um, in a messaging channel together. And my understanding is there's these like message queues that I think have some, I don't know if they're directly inspired or have some analogies with how relays work in the Nostra ecosystem. So it's almost like if you were to try to build a kind of a, um, a private messaging system with some of the, like, like Nostr is not designed to do private messaging. Mm-hmm. This may be like a close equivalent of some of the Nostra philosophies, but built with the intention to support private messaging. And so I've used it now. Um, I just got on a first few of them yesterday. And like the whole messaging experience is pretty good. I think like how groups form, I like I joined a group and I think it didn't have everybody from the group in there initially. And then it loaded them and it wasn't clear to me. Who was there and who wasn't there and i think there's some stuff still to work out but like it, it, as far as like the messaging you know the interface for messaging is really good and the fact that there's no identities no sign up and you just like send each other qr codes over some channel and i think further you know some of the way it works we can just walk through the website here you know it just looks just like a, a messenger like a telegram or something and you could easily imagine that this becomes kind of the default you, you can imagine this kind of thing becomes a default for the DM tab on.
1: And, and sorry, one anybody. question on that. So right now it's its own standalone messaging app. How would this integrate with Nostra? Like, do they have like some kind of API where you could hook this up with Domus or something or.
0: Well, I, I mean, today this is a separate mobile client. Right. And, and we should talk a little bit. Actually, I want to get your, uh, your thoughts on the kind of Nostra as an OS and micro app. Oh, idea. Yeah, about that. That was Cause, amazing. Cause this is, this is maybe a candidate for that kind of thing. Right. right. Which is like, yeah, I mean this is a, this is an iOS app. You go to the app store and you download it. So what is the proper integration point with Domus? Like, I don't know, like probably not I mean, probably the best version of this that I could imagine today is I tap the tap the Domus um you know, I tap the DM link in Domus and if the person has this then it launches that app if I if I have that but it's just it's no, just the that's app. I mean, I mean th- that's fine for Stage One, but like eventually yeah. I don't know, I haven't
1: I haven't looked into this at all yet. But the dream experience would just be it's somehow built natively into the app. Yeah, yeah. So I just go and it just takes me to another tab in Domus, but maybe it's running whatever this technology is behind the scenes. Right. I don't even know if that's possible, but that – I mean, having to go to their app – and this gets to your conversation with our Church, by the way. I just tweeted out – or. Uh,
2: Noster out this morning that uh, no, noted, noted, yeah, whatever,
1: that uh, that conversation was one of my favorite conversations ever, maybe the best you've ever done. Oh, like, thank you. Artur was just, he was that, the last part of that was dropping bombs. And, you, you know, know, if you haven't listened, the gist of it is that, you know, Noster is so much more than just a protocol, you know, protocol for open data. It's, it is, depending on, and it gets to semantics, but an app store, an open app store that could kill Google and Apple, right? That's a big idea. Or an OS, if you want to call it that, like sort right. of like the, the, the Linux upon which everything else can run fantastic conversation but one of the big things you guys are talking about is like you know is there going to be like a master like just the interface Is there going to be like a master app it's like a launcher and then you plug in different apps is it going to be lots of super apps and maybe domus is one of the super apps and it brings in micro apps i don't know
0: but but this this thing that we're talking about simplex is almost like an example of how you might think about redefining what is an app or why are micro apps important or should these things, uh, fiat Joff shared something in one of our threads where he showed a thing called Keister. Have you mm-hmm. seen that or you know of it? So like the, cause it was kind of a follow-up, I think to the Artur discussion, um, you know, th- this, like th- like Domus today is a great iOS app that you download from the app store. And now Simplex is like raw, but, but promising as a private messenger app. But like the Domus experience wants to have a DM And the simplex experience may be more focused on, like, a proper architecture and proper, you know, way to do DMs. But the idea that these are each independent apps that come from the Apple App Store is, I think, where we kind of get the thinking wrong. Hmm. Because that's—it's a little bit like the old style of thinking. And so the the analogy, like, I was using in the the discussion with Archer was, you know, whenever you sort of have something that's so foundational as a new OS— It's, it's like you rethink it because it's the, it's the new sandbox for everything else. And if we're thinking about this stuff as an OS, then it actually creates this new level of abstraction that we might want to think about. And instead of it being like, I go to the app store to figure out what app I want to use instead, maybe I'm just like logged into some. Noster experience with a set of keys, like keys are really the yeah. whole thing. Right. So which is where I think, I think the keyster app is called keyster, because It's like, it's just the keys just store the keys and then it orchestrates everything else that should happen. So if you store the keys, maybe you go to like a, is it, we always mess this up. Is it Nosta that has the like Nosta.me that has like the profile creator. Oh, tool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe you like start with a Nosta.me micro app experience inside some app orchestrator, like keyster or whatever. So you have like, you know, generate your private keys in that experience and generate your profile and customize your profile. But then you go somewhere else to actually discover who to follow, which lists I want to use or, you know, which people do I want to follow or show me some like global popular explore thing, right?
1: Do you think it's going to be more, and maybe it's brand new and we don't have the right analogy yet, but like, do you think the... Maybe there is no dominant, but if there is a dominant interface for using Nostre one, is it going to be more of a browser or more of an app orchestrator?
0: Well, I guess like when I, when I've been using that term app orchestrator, it's kind of just meant to talk about like a browser of like orchestrating experiences in a way that makes sense. But like, I guess what I'm getting at is when I use a
1: browser, I have to kind of like, I, I have to find a URL. And in an app orchestrator, like, I forgot what, what Artur's is today, the
0: Noster app.link
1: Yeah, link or whatever. Like, you could have in that, it could just be... And maybe this is, again, just semantics, but it's like, all right, these are, like, the recommended first 10 apps doing this order creature count, follow 10 people... And I know y'all talked about like, okay, then you can also have value rank and social rank to say, well, these are the ones DK use, so you should use Mm -hmm. these. But I guess, yeah, just like, like I I think about on my phone as an example, I don't use apps that much. I know a lot of people do, but like I, I still often use the browser to go and like, I don't have the Reddit app, but I read Reddit on my phone from reddit.com.
0: Yeah. So, so that's, I mean, that's fine. That's, I mean, it's kind of a little bit overlapping with this vision of the web being, you know, the kind of progressive web apps being a good replacement yeah, for, for like, you know, iOS apps or native apps. Mm-hmm. I think like, you know, there's a bunch of reasons we're not really there, but the point is the web actually serves this like application data that gets, you know, run on a phone and can kind of do most of the stuff you want to do with an app, and it doesn't require you to visit an app store to do that, but like this sort of Domus versus Simplex idea is sort of a very acute example yeah. of how you don't wanna switch between Domus and a separate iOS app called Simplex in order to access the proper DM architecture. You'd want- To bring You'd want Simplex like Simplex in. to just be like one of the orchestrated apps and be like, hey, I want like a DM feature. And when I use the DM feature, I wanna use Simplex. And it'd also
1: be interesting then imagine in Domus, you could be like, hey, in the settings plug out my dms simplex for whatever signal launches Yeah, Max is an ostrich
0: yeah and i obviously like it it's messy if like these are working on incompatible protocol networks and stuff but right. but you could also say that about like if you use a web browser and you visit you know twitter you can't interact with people on facebook so hopefully we don't create walled gardens, walled gardens within those. yeah but you could say like, oh, DK is using Simplex to try to contact you. And it could be like a place where you I, figure out...
1: I hope this solution, though, is more elegant and somehow it's built directly on top of Nostra in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I have nothing yeah, about Simplex, but like, it just feels to me much more elegant if Nostra can be the base layer for all of it. Yeah, yeah. In the sense that we definitely don't want to send people off into new networks. Oh, yeah, yeah. If we can avoid that.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I think we don't need to. Yeah. I, th- I think the, the idea... We do need like a different app architects, like this micro app architecture thing needs to kind of just be a different thing, Yeah. then like if everybody says, I'm going to start by launching an iOS app, like great. I mean, there's great iOS apps I use every day and I'm a fan of iOS apps, but I think in a sense, there's also this thing beyond a full end-to-end iOS app. Like the full end-to-end iOS app experience is also like, I'm controlling the experience, I'm controlling the data, I'm controlling the database. Right. That all kind of lives with our existing mobile computing model But I think there's like this other mobile computing model that we haven't really explored and can now only first start to explore with the existence of Noster and you could store even like some of that, the app data to use a micro app could be downloaded from relays. Yeah. And it could just be that like, Hey, I use some Keyster app or Keyster prime or Keyster two, and all it does is it has my keys and then it knows how to assemble the OS. Like, it's almost like the way you do like OS backup into iCloud with iOS. Yeah. You could actually have all of your micro apps orchestrated and stored on relays or personal servers. And then when you log in with your keys, that's your whole mobile experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And totally. like, when you want to use DMS, like Keyster, or the, um, the simplex thing comes up or something like it.
1: I'm just thinking, you know, you could, we've talked about this before. you could also have the form factor of like the AI assistant, right? Where you know, you've got the assistant you're interacting with and it's orchestrating all my graphs for you. Yeah. And you're just like, and I know we've talked about like probably visual is going to be big for a yeah. long time, but I can just see that world. It's like, Hey, plan me a vacation. Oh, it's all done <laughs> over Noster with my various assistants. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot to think about. It's cool. It's very cool. Yeah. No, I, and, and by the way, I, um, one of my big takeaways the conversation with Archer is like his thing. And again, that guy always completely undersells, understates everything. Yeah. <laughs> has not he already built this? <laughs>
0: built which? I mean, it's uh, not like pretty yet, but like, hasn't he already oh, built the Nostar app, app connect link. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not, I mean like that, that is an app store. Yeah. 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 Like he's already built an app store. He's, I mean, he's, he's his trust rank to rank the apps. Yep. Yep. Exactly. I mean, I think he's, he's, <laughs> he's understated and I think he, but he also has like a lot more that he wants to accomplish. Of he's course. like, I think he doesn't want to talk too loudly about it and Make big, bold claims that are underserved. He wants to actually like you know, yeah, deliver you the full product. But like, here's the receipts, you know, the, the, the bones are there for yeah. the app store. Yeah. I think he, I think he knows that and he's going there, you know, to some extent at least. Um, it's exciting. And he's, Yeah. And it, and you can squint and see it. So I see it. <laughs> it's cool. And I'm not even squinting. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. Um, yeah. What else, uh, what else is on your mind? Are you, you got anything else no, I mean, on think, mind for you? I
1: think we covered a lot. I mean, I just, yeah, I think, just to your point, everything is accelerating. It's all mashing up fast. I think that the thing that Lalu and Goody did, combining Lightning payments yep. and um, API gateways with chain agents, I think that's going to be like a seminal. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people can go back and look at that and be like, oh, that's when we started. You know, I, I've always kind of had this thesis that two of the big things or at least maybe I've updated this a bit recently, but two of the big things that are going to completely make Lightning explode and Bitcoin explode are Noster mm-hmm. and AI. Now, I think those two things together, but I think we're going to look back at this and be like, okay, that was the first time an agent got its own Lightning wallet. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's it, cool. In 10 years or 50 years, every AI is going to... Yeah. But that that was the moment.
0: Yep, Yeah, great. Yeah. So pretty... That's great. I'm a believer. What about you, man? Any last-minute thoughts? Last-minute thoughts. I'm thinking about uh, if anybody's got recommendations for uh, Tokyo, we're going to be... Oh in tokyo just for just for a i know i was looking at your shirt is what was French making me think about it In australia that's uh november 1st to 3rd dates I'm of lockdown i so excited i'm going for a preview on uh, monday so if you've got recommendations on a, a spot to drop for sushi or yeah i mean anyone in the
1: comments I, I would say i can look up the name of this for you but uh do you know this producer in New i don't he is kind of like the jay dilla of japan's very very good hip-hop producer and his brother runs a ramen shop where they play, like, his music and people from his label. And it's mm-hmm. really fucking cool.
0: Nice. So that's Send my me. Yeah. Send me. Awesome. Cool. All right. Until next time. Hasta pronto. <laughs> See ya.